Hi everyone, how's it going? This is Christian with Liberty After Dark, and this is episode 9 with Dave and Mary from Liberty Late Night, the wonderful hosts of the uh, nighttime libertarian anarchist show. Absolutely fantastic people. We go over a ton of topics, mostly uh, starting off the show as kind of an interview, me asking them questions, getting their opinions on a, a whole bunch of variety of topics. So lots of good stuff to cover. Like I said, this is part one. And there will be a part two releasing shortly after this. So I won't hold you all any longer. Please enjoy the show. We'll just go ahead. I'll do, I'll do my little intro bit. This is Liberty okay. After Dark. We have the fantastic celebritarian superstars of the Liberty Means <laughs> podcasting community, David and Barry from Liberty Late Night. How are you guys doing today? Doing super awesome. Super great. Yes. Nice. Thank you for having us on. It's been a nice day, a nice week. Fantastic to hear. Yeah. Um, I hear (laughs) hear you guys are enjoying the the vacation time and able to relax. So (laughs) that's always good. It is. It is. We haven't been doing anything productive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dave's always productive, you know, at work and stuff, but it's nice for him to have all day to kind of just be with the kids and do what I want to do things at his leisure, (laughs) leisure time. Well, I was about to say, you know, maybe not being productive isn't the best answer because, like I said, you guys Mm -hmm. are are the most popular stream in the uh, Liberty Memes Network. And you guys have had quite a few high profile um, people on your show. So I wanted to take a little bit of time to ask uh, how all of this started. Like when when did you guys decide that you wanted to start doing stuff like this? Uh, Just go ahead and, and tell your tell your story for the for the people. Go ahead. Uh, well, you can in, you can interject anytime, oh, Dave. You know how we do. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we just started um, with our phone on the couch one day. We wanted actually to... we we started on somebody else's stream. That's what happens, and I think that's what happens to a lot of people is you get, yeah. you get bit by the bug when somebody else is like, "Hey, they're just doing some some live stream," and they're like, "Hey, uh, I'm going to bring this person on." And you go on, and they're like, "Well, that was a lot of fun." And not as scary as you <laughs> yeah. think, you know, being live. But yeah, so then after that, we're like, "Well, let's just take out the phone and and sit on the couch and see." what happens <laughs> and people started joining and and we were just interacting in the comments and that was really our goal was to just meet the community we had yeah. just kind of gotten into lmpm at that point and we just wanted to get to know the people and mm-hmm. so that's what we were doing and help and everybody else get to know each other yeah and that's still kind of what we do started. yeah <laughs> and that is sort of our, our still our goal i think is that we just we want every we want to connect you know with people and help them connect too so we enjoy it. But then it's, it all kind of got out of hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, because I, I like the, the technical side of it. So I'm like, oh, we could have some fun with this. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I, I, we've got a webcam because our phones are so bad. And I'm like, well, we got this webcam. Let's get a green screen. Let's see what happens with that. And then and I'm like, well, how do I stream through a webcam? And, and then I just, it just kept going and going. And mm-hmm. now we got like this fully produced little live stream that we call a show now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it amazing. Yeah, it is, though. It's good. I mean, you guys offer a, a, a product that isn't offered by too many people. Because I think, um, you know, in the vein of that professional work style that a lot of people seek, you know, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. you didn't lose the grassroots feeling of just talking to two people, having, you know, just. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't come off as like this is some, you know, super professional production, not in the sense yeah. of quality, but in the sense of, you know, that, that, by the book style yeah. of, of oh thank you i'm happy to hear that yeah yeah it's, oh we know it's it's a circus <laughs> but that's part of the we like that. charm <laughs> exactly yeah 
Thank you. Thank you. And then de is... depending on how long you stay, the, the further it deteriorates. <laughs> uh, trust me, I can I can relate to that. Anybody who's been here for a <laughs> Saturday stream, you get a couple drinks in me and you start talking about cops. And the next thing you know, I'm standing up and yelling in my room. So, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That that sort of that is like the feel that we we mm. wanted to keep, you know, was just the the real genuine. We just want to hang out, and this is how we do it. So I'm happy that it still comes across that way because that's what we want. So, what is your favorite part of you know? We talked about kind of what your I guess your mission statement would be is as far as connecting with the community and and getting the message of of not even just yourselves but of other people out there, which is great, facilitating the conversation. But what what would you say is like your your favorite arts or moments of of your time streaming so far i think it's when when we have nobody on and it's just me and, and her and and the, the comments are working good and you have a lively crowd there that that's interacting and it's like you can tell they're cracking up just as hard as we are is yeah. that our, our our banter between us two but also the, the the banter in the comments and between us and the comments i think that's actually my, my favorite part is like when when we don't have any real guest on but it's just a a party you know yeah like we are all hanging out we just happen to be the ones on camera yeah it is a lot of fun i like i like all of it i mean mm -hmm. you know what though when we do have a guest i love hearing the story of how people came to liberty or you know anarchy whatever it is wherever they are uh <clears throat> that is one of the things i first thought about when we were on the porch that very first time i thought man that'd be awesome to just like kind of interview people like just to see how they got here because how do we all get to liberty memes community group you know, how do we get to, we know our story, how we became libertarians and then anarchists, but so I, that's a fun thing for me too, but I, I love all of it. Really. I hate to say, be one of those people that I can't pick just one thing. <laughs> yeah, and I know that, that it's also fun. Like when we do have like, like when we had Vermin Supreme on and, and Larry Sharp, like those are probably the two biggest names that we had, but to just like be able to relate with them, like on a, on a, on a human level, rather mm -hmm. than a, being like a professional interview we're just having a conversation and we, we try to keep it like that and it, i think it really takes them takes their guard down and they can just kind of yeah reciprocate it was neat to talk to vermin without yeah. having a constant you know rotation of the boot on his head and everything. like he he really <laughs> did talk show. you know yeah it wasn't always he wasn't always in character so that was that was cool i think a lot of it comes down to you know Whenever you, I, at least I imagine I've never spoken to one, but it just comes off when people speak to news organizations, you always have to have your guard on because they'll take a clip of yeah. whatever you said and blast it. So, mm -hmm. but you don't have oh, to yeah. worry about Dave and Mary at Liberty Late Night taking your words out of context <laughs> and putting you up as like, no. oh my God, Vernon Supreme said kill the kittens, you know, Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> the, the comment yeah. section does that. Yeah, yeah. We get our things, we get our things quoted back yeah. to us. Guilty, guilty. <laughs> it's part of the fun. I love it. It's part of the fun. But yeah, we, we're not into, uh you know, finding that, that clip where somebody is obviously saying, mm -hmm. saying something, but we want to spin it, you know, to make it different. That's not how we roll. Yeah, we have so. no agenda, no agenda at all. <laughs> that's good. That's a good thing though. And, you know, like I said, I think that's part of the reason why you can get these more, uh, you know, transparent, uh, interview styles or just conversations like you were saying, I mean, Larry Sharp mm -hmm. on y'all show versus Larry Sharp on, you know, uh, the Joe Rogan experience was two completely different people. And, you know, yeah. I mean, same message overall, 
but two completely different people. One came off as significantly more relatable and, and human than the other one did. You know, the, the ro- <laughs> robo shark, as I've heard him be called before. So, oh, I, know, wow. I know somebody said that, but that, again, just blows my mind that we had the same guests that Joe mm-hmm. Rogan did. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> to hear insane. when, uh, you know, like Donald Trump or somebody is coming on your show to talk about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> See, I, that's that's part of my, my ignorance, too. It's like I know Larry Sharp's, you know, he ran for uh, governor. Right. Yeah, of New York. Yeah, just recently. <laughs> of New yeah. York. And it's like, that's about all I knew. I knew he was kind of a big name because I heard about him and I don't, I don't, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> so if I actually remember hearing about somebody, I know that they're kind of important because I know eerie, yeah. eerie libertarians that I'm kind of connected with. We're, we're talking about them and, and they're pulling for them because it's kind of local, you know, and they, we can have a little bit of effect over here. But it was just neat that he's, he is a pretty big name. Yeah. It's awesome. It's- <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, try to how, remember that everybody's human. <laughs> you know, I'm, so I'm, I don't get nervous. I coined the term transitarian because I couldn't think of any other thing that worked for uh, the the transitory style of peacefully trying to fix as much as we can in the system, transitioning mm-hmm. to yes. liberty. So I call it transitarian. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I um, like it. <laughs> it's you know, I, I mean, I was pulling for Larry Sharp in New York, and I was you know in mm-hmm. the middle of Georgia at that point. And I was like, this, this mm-hmm. guy would be fantastic for New York. You guys should all mm-hmm. vote for him. I was posting yeah. stuff yeah. on fa- my Facebook about it, you know, long before all yeah. of this. And I would get messages from people like, dude, you're from Texas and you're living in Georgia. Why, why are you posting about a guy in New York? And I say, like, cause he's saying so things. That are yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so it's a foot in the door for, for all of us. Exactly. So yeah, just, just to get that, that foot in to have a viable ca- mm-hmm. candidate do something. And, and actually get get the word out louder on a on a bigger stage. Yeah, he definitely I feel like that first example. If he won, he definitely broke down a wall. At least, if nothing else, he broke he broke down a, a wall and got got the libertarians on the the New York ticket um, at the For very sure. bottom of the ticket. But it's there, you know. <laughs> it's there. They're there. <laughs> so, you know, and and say what you want about the party. Say what you want about the people in it. You know, I think Larry has taken a very specific stance on yes things need to change but let's change them you know <laughs> so yeah yeah not, don't just talk about it i like that he's keeping his fire going you know he's not just letting it die out he's still out there right now not just waiting until the next election cycle to start talking you know mm-hmm. about the libertarian party again he's really out there trying to meet with people and, and keep that keep that flame going and I, I think that's what we need because too many people die out and they get sad and don't want to do anything more, which is how we ended up after Ron Paul. Uh, yeah. We were very sad <laughs> and we just kind of, we? we just, uh, it was, Oh, I'm like, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's the end. Yeah. We kind of just scrapped it all and like, okay, forget that. Yeah. It's like this rigged. is just how it's, it's going to be what it is. So it's definitely an uphill battle and it is not something that is going to happen overnight. Not even close. I mean, I know, you know, looking at what we have now, it would take a, a miracle to even see a massive change in a decade, two decades, possibly. Yeah. But, you know, I always say that uh, if the country is freer when I die than when I was born, I will take that as the win that it is, while possibly not a victory, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, hey, it's that's a really good way to look at it. Yes. <laughs> and that's another thing, too, when I like I hear people's stories about how they you know, I, I came over to the other side, but to hear other people say that, wow, yeah, like I voted straight Democrat or straight Republican and I was, oh, go team, you know, but to find out that their mind was changed, you know, and opened 
uh, it, re- it gives me hope for a lot of people that I, I think of or see in the world, you know, that they, it, they can change. They just need the, the right message for them to open up but in that way. I, I don't even know if the two parties realize how good of a job they're doing at making anarchists or at least minarchists, right. to be honest. Because it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. right. the more people they screw, the less people want to, mm-hmm. to deal with them anymore. And to be know, a part of that. Exactly. It's, you know, the old adage you vote Democrat, you get screwed. You vote Republican, you get screwed. And then you forgot. So you vote Democrat again. And then mm-hmm. you forget. Right. So you another <laughs> abusive relationship. It is back and forth. <laughs> yeah. You just keep coming back for more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> they change. They're going to change this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they told me they appreciate me, you know? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. So before in the fields. before we get going too far, um, what is one thing? And you know, this could be both of you combined or separately. What is one thing that you either you know are, are looking forward to or have plans for the future of your show? Oh boy! Or okay, maybe a goal that, that you guys want to reach. <laughs> That's fine. You know, take your time. The magic of editing I'm can be a- fix anything. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it'd be cool to make a little money off it. I'm going to say that. Oh, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that, Dave. That's, that's part of that. it. We're, I'm putting, we're putting time and effort, and, and we are putting money into this, Like, even though it's, it's in our house now, so it's our stuff. But still, a lot of effort does actually go into this during the week, a lot of stress. And it's like, it'd be to need to be compensated a little bit. But I, I kind of like, I just want to keep meeting new people, too. Yeah. Like that's, that's really cool. Like. I want to see how far we can take this thing. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> who, can, who else can we get on here? I, I just enjoy meeting the people. So it, it, it amazes me. I'm humbled that people even hang out and watch our show. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if people hang out and more people hang out, then we get to meet even more people. <laughs> I, and that's great. I, that's what I love. That's what I started for. And this is what, that's what I want to keep doing. So uh, my Facebook friends list is getting diversified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someday I would like to come out of the anarchy closet mm-hmm. and yeah. share these videos um, of ours or stuff. It's like, yeah, we're, we're dabbled. out there where I can, my family I know will see and my other friends. But mm-hmm. um, right now I just have my toe barely in the water. So outside of the group, I don't want the fight, but I need to, I need that. I need the fight <laughs> to spread the message. So yeah. Uh, well, I, I'll be eagerly <laughs> awaiting the uh, the Liberty Late Night uh, Patreon so that I can oh. throw some money at that. So, um, <laughs> I'm sure plenty of other people here would too as well. So that would, you know, something. Who to knows? It might already exist. It's yeah. a humbling experience <laughs> <laughs> to hear anyone even say that. It really is. It just, I, I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm like embarrassed. No, don't be. <laughs> like, don't be. Really? If you mm-hmm. offer a quality product, people will pay for it. It's that simple. Oh, honestly, I mean, yeah. you know. I. I mean, yeah. But my... <laughs> oh no, I was, is, just, yeah. I was just going to say that's that's what it comes down to. You know, if if people like your product, mm-hmm. they'll be willing to pay for it, and if they don't, yeah. then they won't. And it's that simple. Then they won't. Yeah, exactly. My own my own self doubt screams at me like nobody cares about this. This is this is just a joke. This is garbage. You know, people enjoy, it, but what is that and then but it's like evidently people like it there's there people are wearing t-shirts like that just blows my mind that people own t-shirts that say liberty late night on them. It, <laughs> yeah. I, still can't believe it. I still can't believe it the whole family of fleegers out there with liberty late night t-shirts right it's insane i love it, it it's amazing <laughs> it's it's amazing my my low self-esteem it's all like saying hi to kevin feel, right now 
Nivek. Makes me feel like not worthy of it. <laughs> See, look, John but says he'll buy you a cup of coffee a month. So there we hey, go. Hey, <laughs> thank you. All right. <laughs> This is great. Oh, I see the fleegers are here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, and now I can release it. This was all part of my big marketing strategy to get you guys on. Yeah. So, uh, no, so, ah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but that's all, that's all fantastic stuff. Um, and so <laughs> for, for the masses, um, so you guys are, are non-voters, right? Or is that still the stance you guys hold? <laughs> I, 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 I did vote last time. I go back and forth. And like, like I'll, if some of the local things, I'll, I will vote libertarian, but I, I won't compromise my, my, my principles on like the presidential just and stuff like that just because I don't want somebody elected. I'm not going to vote against mm -hmm. anybody. Mm -hmm. I, I'll, only vote, I'll only vote for somebody. I, I refuse mm -hmm. to vote against anybody. So I'm not, that, that's, that's my principle on that. And so most of the time on the last few, uh, presidential elections i've either written in vermin supreme i actually written in ron paul of 2012 i i put the year in there too right <laughs> you have to put the year in because <laughs> i just like to make myself laugh sometimes and then it has to show up on the list yeah because then i get i go real real quick the next day they put the list up of you know all the votes the talent votes and they actually have to write out the write-ins mm -hmm. oh, there it is ron paul 2012 <laughs> that was you they had to print it out I feel like I go back and forth with voting um, for a little while. I, I didn't want, I wasn't even part I wasn't participating in any of the local things, but um, I do feel like I have, um, I guess a voice in it, you know, because they tell me I do, uh, it might be garbage, but whatever. Uh, so I'm going to take my vote and put it where I, where, where I would like it because it's supposed to be mine. Mm -hmm. They say they want you to pick one or one of the two, um, but I don't want one of those guys. So I'm going to put my vote where, where I want it. And I know people say, well, you're throwing it away. Not to me, to me, I did what I wanted, what I felt was best for my country and with my vote. So they can take it how they want to, but I don't know. I'm still torn. I'm still, even though I do that, I think, oh, should I even be playing the game in any way? Should we be playing the game? It's a game, yeah. you know? That's another thing. It's like, I almost don't want to encourage them. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm a little by, torn by on voting. that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the great dilemma of the libertarian or especially the anarchists. Like you want to reject the state mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. some people reject it entirely as much as they can and are as agoristic as possible, which I think is a noble goal. Uh, it's a difficult yeah. one to meet though. I'll, I will accept that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there there is an extent to where there is a lot of sense in that is that you won't even perpetuate the idea of the the vote as some sort of legitimization of the system. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I couldn't I couldn't do it without helping or without feeling like I, you know, I didn't do something that I could have, you know, me yeah. not voting mm -hmm. didn't change anything. It just meant that I didn't vote. That's all that it means. Yeah. So, you know. right. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel about good about what you did. And I don't I don't judge people that don't vote. I don't I don't oh, care. Oh yeah, either way. It's their decision. You do you, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like I'm not going to I always joke that every time someone posts something that you're like, "Oh, everyone should get out and vote." Well, you know, if you're if you're Republican, mm -hmm. all the Democrats will post that and then they'll be like, "Except for you. You don't vote." And the same yeah. thing vice versa. Right. And if you're a libertarian, yeah. they both tell you not to vote. So, you know, yeah. you're, you're going right. to pollute the pollute the the, the voting yeah. pool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Your nonsense. Uh-oh. So here um somebody saying my name. 
I might have to go check on a child. Mm-hmm. But we'll give that another minute and see. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that goes away. Hopefully they're just talking <laughs> in their sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine before uh, we start getting into some more discussion. John here says uh, that uh, voting is for suckers, and you're completely entitled to hold that uh, perspective on it. By all means, go, go yeah. for it. If you, don't, if you don't want to vote, I just uh, I invoke the spooner as often as possible whenever someone comes mm-hmm. to me about voting. What I what I think. Yes. On it. So we talked about that yeah, last night. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to take care of David? Or so, and one of the things is that, like, it, by either not voting or voting for somebody you know is going to win, is, is or, or so, at least a libertarian candidate that doesn't want to enforce their views and tax me more, then that's fine. But when, when you are voting for the two major parties, you're voting because you want somebody to have you want to control me the way that you want me to be controlled or to take some of my money to be spent in ways that they want it to be spent. Then, then you're actually, your vote is almost attacking me. Yeah. But whereas if, if you're just voting to, to show either you, you don't agree with what they're giving you or you're, you know, somebody at least who isn't going to try to, you know, violate me, whatever, do what you want to do. Exactly. Right. So as long as you're not trying to step on my uh, mm-hmm. my liberties and my rights, then we'll we'll probably at least come to some sort of understanding on, on what's going on with the voting here. But uh, typically, if you're voting for one of the two big parties, is not the case. So very unfortunate, mm-hmm. but that's just part of the deal, I guess. Especially <laughs> these days, we we joke all the time, and I feel like for some reason we attract more Republicans than we do Democrats as as our mm-hmm. like weird. You know, cousin that we don't really like to talk about, but they're like kind of sort of family, I guess, in a way. We have similar roots, I suppose, but it's mm-hmm. a completely different perspective once you really start digging into it on how the country should be run and, and how much the government should have a role in social workings, if any, which we obviously say none. So, yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's they're still, they're still authoritarian. Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Flavor. Just it, and it does seem like a little, a little bit less authoritarian, but it's still, yeah, yeah. And it seems like the good. Oh no, I was just going to say, there's, you know, there's definitely examples on both sides. We knock on the left a lot because I think the left has like a more quote unquote immediate threat to most of us, mm-hmm. uh, especially oh, when yeah. they talk about things like you know implementing these huge taxes and green new deals and you know changing all mm-hmm. these social policies and hate speech and uh, it's just. Yeah, a lot more thought crime there. Yeah, exactly. Like one hundred percent. See, I think, and that's another thing is is just the whole nation has has become more socially liberal. You know, it's like whereas maybe back in the day, the right was more like to tell you how to live your life. You know, and it seems like they they've they've kind of given up on that a little bit just because the 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 crowd is against them on like you know gay marriage and stuff like that. They're just kind of like okay, just you know, there's not it's not so. At least to me, it doesn't seem like they're they're hitting that one as hard. Like they they'll still vote like it silently, <laughs> but <laughs> but I think I think outwardly it, it seems like it's it's a losing argument for a lot of the politicians and stuff like that, and they really don't touch it. So it seems a lot of the why the left is so much more dangerous. Like you said, it's it's the the they want social change now, and they want to it, it, and like I said, it's it's almost like they want certain ways of thinking to actually be a crime. It's like you either you need to get in the line or you need to almost be re-educated or <laughs> something in a way you know what i mean like like you're, you're being intolerant we need to straighten that out that's that is scary that kind of stuff 
So we have something from Olivia here that I'd like to bring up uh, since she posted it. She says, uh, I have a question. A lot of people, I think, are afraid of anarchists because they associate it with something negative. Many of my friends included. How would you go about trying to change the negative connotation uh, that anarchy or being an anarchist has for many people? Um, I, well, this is a lot of a reason why, and me and Sherry had a discussion about this when she was on. The, uh, the biggest thing is that uh, you, you have to really, you either have to come up with a new brand, which we've typically used mm -hmm. anarcho-capitalism, because then people kind of have to ask yeah. the question, like, well, what do you yeah, think say, is that? ANCAP, or, or just I'm libertarian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, one of those, because when you say anarchist, there is that that negative mm -hmm. connotation that comes from with grade it. school. I remember I remember feeling that in grade school. Like I was I was you were taught that that like anarchy was a scary, dangerous word. Like I can remember thinking that because there was a kid in my grade school and his parents must have been woke or something because he's putting that a the circle on stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, oh, that means anarchy. And then I don't know where it was coming from, but it, I knew I was supposed to feel afraid of that. Like that was that was dangerous and, and scary. And, I, and, and evidently it must be something that's ingrained in us. In our in our education or I don't think it was my parents. They never really talked about politics that much. Yeah. Well, even the definition of the word anarchy, you just Google it. It is that that the thing that you think in your head when you hear the word anarchy as a status is just like people, you know, lighting dumpsters on fire and flipping yeah. cars. It's that reactionary, uh, basically mob violence and all that crazy stuff that comes about, you know, when you typically hear the use of the word anarchy. And I don't think people understand that that is not at all what you want, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like Rusty says, I have to explain that it doesn't involve pipe bombs and bandanas. Well, most of the time. <laughs> Anyways, you know, <laughs> I, like, I like to think of I like to dig up a picture of Jeffrey Tucker anytime I say anarchist and you got this this goofy guy with a bow tie on. There's, there's an anarchist. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely not. Uh, I mean, there's such a big stereotype that we would just be like this society of like roaming bandits and raiders just like <laughs> stealing from everybody and be like Mad Max. And I, I just don't I don't think people. I think that's a fantastic story and should make a great book and you should write it. But, you know, I think that's about yeah. as far as it goes. Cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Rusty says, he said, you know, the pipe bomb comment and he says, unless they fuck with my property. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then, then, then that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, bandanas and pipe bombs after that. But, you know, before then. <laughs> Once the nap's already violated. Yeah. <laughs> gloves are off, buddy. <laughs> Very true. Um, so here's something that I think is interesting that I'd like to take your perspectives on. And Jacob says, anarchy is about no authority and no rules with a Z. Not, not no rules. Oh, no not rulers. no rules. Excuse me. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Yes. Not no rules. Exactly. So, yeah, I saw that somebody wrote that somewhere. I don't know if it was on a meme or a post or something where, yeah, it's, it's not no, it's not no rules. It's just no rulers. Society will still have its rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you have to adhere, you have to respect other people's natural rights and that's that's pretty much as far as it goes other than that do what you want to do so i was just about to ask you in in your you know because every, everybody's got their own but it maybe not a twist but everybody has their own perspective on looking at things what what are the rules for you and and where does that come from it's like what you teach your kids don't don't hurt people and don't mm -hmm. take or break their stuff <laughs> i think, I think <laughs> that's it's, that's pretty much how I, I apply it's like as long as i'm not hurting you or i'm not not only just stealing your stuff, but like, cause people get in the environmental regulations and stuff like that. How, how are we going to handle people you know, polluting and stuff like that? Well, you're, 
that's private property. If you're polluting, you're hurting their their stuff. You're breaking their stuff. You're breaking their water or their land or their air or whatever. You're you're violating their stuff, and that that so then we need to we need to get that straightened out. But other than that, if you're just doing something on your land that ain't doing ain't affecting anybody else, there's always gray areas. But then do what you want. That's pretty much it. That's yeah. <laughs> I feel this. I feel the same way. It was hard for me at first to to really kind of let go of the whole government thing <laughs> because I always wanted to say, well, shouldn't there be a law? Shouldn't there be a law? And then I'm like, wait a second, no, Mary, get out of that thinking. You know, um, it for for me the same thing is just be good to other people you know don't don't harm them don't violate the nap you know <laughs> you can do what you want to do to your body I, it is yours i don't have control over that so if they made all of the drugs legal and y'all want wanted to go do every drugs? single one of them that's your choice you <laughs> just know don't expect me to pay for the the consequences that's the other yeah thing. um people are I'm, gonna learn self self-control or, or, yeah a little or, better or, oh I know what you're saying. I can't think of the word though. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but the, the responsibility. The responsibility. You know? Yeah. I learned that real quick. I, I do. I feel that way that it's just don't, don't hurt other people and stop trying to push your stuff on everybody else. You know, like don't let you be you. I'll be me. And we can be free <laughs> together. You know, I like John's perspective. There should be a law against laws. Um, hopefully there wouldn't have <laughs> yes. to be, but you know, hey, <laughs> it's the I one like the, law. Is it? The one law is no more laws. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I hate it when I catch myself saying that too, mm-hmm. you know, like, ah, like stop it, Mary. Stop saying that. Laws are bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely, you know, it, it's hard to talk to people about it. I mean, I, I dropped the taxation of staff bomb at work and I got, you know, the whole, like the whole room basically turned mm-hmm. around and was like, what did he looking say? at you like what like, they all pretty much knew i was a libertarian but i don't think i'd ever just come out and said like they were talking about oh yeah taxes like you know necessary price so i said blah 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 and I was, you know, who do you think who do you think's paying our paychecks man yeah. <laughs> well, that's what i said i was like you know i was like well i guess i just won't have a job anymore dang you know, <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> have to go do something you know productive productive in society <laughs> <laughs> and I understand, you know, your your thoughts on on where you're at. So I can joke like that. No, of, of course, I completely. I completely welfare more. No. Yeah, just for real. I mean, fire me already. God, I've been trying for so long. Trying so <laughs> it's like hard. Mash, when he keeps trying to dress up as a woman, oh, yeah. so they'll kick him out. Basically, at that point, just a, just a discharge, please. please. There we go. Uh, it's yeah. And, you know, the first thing I got is I have this uh, newer coworker who's been in about as long as I have. And he uh, he is pretty left. He's not like super. He's not whack job. He's what you would like con- obnoxious. Yeah, he's what you would have <laughs> called in like 2008, a conservative Democrat back back when they still existed. And uh, okay. so he's not, you know, ultra far left, but he definitely is very adverse to anything that is even remotely right or. And so. The second I came out with that, he was like, oh, well, how do we pay for the roads, bud? And I was, you know, we got into the death spiral that is roads where it's just obvious, so obvious that there's the fundamental disconnect there. And I remember we reached a point where I basically he was like, he was like, well, I, I gave him the situation of if you see a pothole, 
and you want it fixed, why don't you and your neighbors just get together and fix the pothole? You got this one. Oh, you're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, our kids are having night terrors, so they took turns tonight having them. <laughs> oh, fun. Always fun. <clears throat> yeah, it is. It's exciting. I like that, what you said, though. Like, yeah, just get together and fix the dang pothole. Stop waiting for somebody to come do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, and his... his uh, his answer to that was, well, oh, ne that's never going to happen. People are never going to fix potholes. And I said, okay, well, then your options are don't get the pothole fixed or force people at gunpoint to cough up money to fix a pothole. And I said, I, I'm just going to have to drive around the pothole then because I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to let that happen. Exactly. And then it, it just shows you where the disconnect is because then they he just started going off on a tirade about how well the potholes don't get fixed and then nothing's nothing happens and then we just stagnate and you know to an extent i don't think that's that bad of a thing but you know at the same time we've seen anarchists uh, you know most of them have been left anarchists for, for better or for worse but they've been going out and fixing potholes you know we had dominoes fixing potholes uh, yes i mean yes there are options out there people will do that yeah I don't know why they think if the government isn't doing it, if the state program, you know, isn't going to be in place for it, we're all going to die. <laughs> they just don't like, you know? they just don't like that answer though. They don't like hearing yeah. because there are going to be people and I've accepted this. There are going to be people who say, well, I'm, I'm not paying for that. And you say, okay, then Jeff, you know, you didn't want to pay for the pothole, whatever, you know, everyone will remember that. <laughs> oh, someone took your car. <laughs> Well, that really sucks, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I think... Oh, oh go sorry. Ahead. I definitely messed up the stream a little bit there. That was my bad. Uh, oh. Keep going. Um, it, the, the whole roads thing, it blows my mind how many people... That's one of their first things, you know, that comes up. I did I did share something one time on my page not that long ago because I'm, I'm creeping, inching out of the closet here. <laughs> uh, and that was, like, the first comment. You know, well, what about... The roads and then it was education and you know it was like a few other things after that and i'm like oh my gosh the government doesn't belong in any of that you know and i didn't know how to respond you know nicely because my first thought was to do like the mock mock bob you know like my roads you know <laughs> but, um i just i simply stated that the government doesn't need to have their hands on any of that in order for us to to have successful things like functioning roads <laughs> and educating our children and things like that. But it, it's weird how that's one of the, one of those things that people are so worried about. And I don't know how y'all state is, but you know, we pay like a stupid property tax and the local and, and oh, state our, level yeah. mm -hmm. and our roads don't get fixed even in a remotely timely manner. It could be, Oh no, that's... there was a pothole, a giant pothole. Out in front of my school that was there for like five years before it was finally filled in. <laughs> it was so bad wow. that people were basically just driving on the shoulder of the road for a long time. So no. that's even worse. So it became than another here. lane. <laughs> <laughs> that is worse than here. <laughs> As somebody was saying like our state here that we have the highest, I think the highest gas tax in the country, state gas tax mm -hmm. and, and horrible roads. I mean, we, we have horrible weather for roads, but just. Where's all that money going? Well, obviously, yeah. you need a higher gas tax to fix your roads. Yeah, maybe that's a little only, bit higher. That's the only answer. Pennsylvania roads are complicated. <laughs> they require more money. <laughs> right. There's a lot more uh, twists in them, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You go to Pittsburgh, man. That, 
Talk about twists. Oh, there are some. <laughs> Take three right turns and end up in a different county. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if we could find something better to fix the roads with. Oh, could you imagine if, if innovation was something that mattered when you were operating? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's something better to make roads out yeah. of that doesn't break so every we're time We're filling this pothole uh, 18 times <laughs> a year. Resurfacing the whole highway <laughs> Yeah, maybe, every year. Just maybe there's some, a better answer than what we keep doing. Oh, God, God forbid. Wrong. God forbid you change someone's roads. Then they'll have nothing. Oh, no, yeah. That's the first thing. And there's so much, there's so much potential. I mean, not, not just with roads, but, but pretty much every industry that has just completely stagnated, you know, I mean, even <laughs> electricity, you know, I, I don't know so much about y'all state, but basically Texas's power grid hasn't changed since the fifties. And, uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's, we get rolling blackouts all the time. We get unintentional blackouts all the time, especially during the summer when everybody's ACs are cranked oh, up to AC. 11. Yeah, yeah. The power grid just can't support the people. And there's no, there. you know, there's the money's there, but the going through the, the nightmare of government bureaucracy to try to fix the power grid is so much of a hassle that it would take decades to fix even a small portion mm -hmm. of it. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> no, that's, that's like eerie. Yeah, any, anytime we got a nice storm coming through, I'm at work, I'm like, ooh, power's going to go out. You have a good <laughs> yeah. twenty minutes of, of darkness and just silence. Yeah, at your job for sure. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it's like every every time a storm, it's like yeah, it's probably gonna go out. They they actually got to the point where like oh, a storm's coming through. Shut down all the equipment so that we're in a controlled stop when it does go out, or if it does go out, because they'd rather deal with that than have everything mid cycle. Yeah, mid cycle. Yeah. Turn off. Yeah. We, we've lost some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lean over the wrong way and the power comes back on. That sounds like a fun time, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's scary where he works, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, I could talk about roads specifically for literally mm -hmm. hours. I have before. Um, <laughs> it, it's just a good branching off point because it's where everyone starts. And then usually they mm -hmm. go one of two ways and they just, well, Three possibly, but they usually say, "Okay, just know you're wrong," or they give you the move to Somalia, or uh, they, you know, say, "Oh, well, maybe you do have a point." And usually, when I hear that one, like the ray of light shines through the clouds and yes. gets the both of us, and like a connection has been made. You have that moment. <laughs> yeah, progress. Here, a, I'm, I'm going to admit yeah. something here: is I don't have a quick, easy answer to that question, to the roads question. I don't know if there is. I, like Mary said, yeah. I don't know if it, there is like a all easy I know is, answer. To be an easy one, yeah. All I knew is that there was roads before government. There's roads before income tax. There's there's roads, yeah, with a lack of government. Deer have roads. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of like roads Roads are going to happen. As long as Walmart wants customers to come to their, their store, they're going to figure out a way oh, to get heck us there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I and, often and, say I thank the state for making the highway system because God forbid a bunch of townships trying to coordinate a, a, a semi-efficient highway system. <laughs> but it's oh, already here. Yeah. It's already here. So I'm going to go yeah. ahead and enjoy that. It's, it's already here. We can just improve on what, has, what already exists. Mm. Okay. And if you want to build there new ones, go. it's a lot easier now that everything is already established and we already that have we all have, the existing yes. routes. So, yeah. 
you know. Yeah, I, I think even with that, with the, with a convoluted jigsaw puzzle interstate that would happen with with decentralization, I still think there would be some capitalist would come in and be like, you know what, I'm going to set up a a toll road and I'm going to make it straight. And then they're going to figure out a way to make it straight, you know, <laughs> or, or the best possible product that they can offer because they want to they want to have the most customers. Mm-hmm. And so I think it would eventually straighten itself out. Eventually, enough people would be offered the right money to to give up their land to put that toll road through there or you have your easy pass or something like that you know what i mean yeah it'd be a nice road so john's here so i every time john comes on i give him a little bit of crap for his uh yang gang 2020 but i Is actually one of them oh uh, yeah a little bit um <laughs> little bit. He, he wants his thousand dollars and you know so <laughs> i did, his money bags i wanted to transition to and i know this isn't john by any means but there's a, are quite a few people who have interacted with who are like this in libertarian communities. So we have our way of approaching uh, anarcho-capitalism or anarchy, however you want to call it, which I think are, are pretty similar. And um, you, you have this other side of the coin, which, you know, there's really three, I guess, if you want to look at it. You have like our, our transitarians, as I like to call them, people who just want to peacefully mm-hmm. transition into an anarchist society, which I think is probably the most stable and likely, in my personal opinion. But then you have your your revolutionary, you know, burn everything mm-hmm. to the ground and start over, which <laughs> people dragging guillotines around. Oh boy. I mean, you know, t- I, I understand the message behind that. I think Ben White's still here. So I love, I love what you guys do. There. I like his style. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a wake up call. It's like open carrying, you know, it's just, I think there is a difference though, even between ex- exercising your rights and making a statement like that though. And the people uh, who are actually like, I'm just waiting. Like I've got my mini gun. Like I'm just ready to mow down. some stairs. <laughs> Today's I'm the day. Yeah. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And there are people who are like that and I can't really understand it. That's just not me. But, um, and you have this third coin, which are the collapsitarians, which is an mm. interesting philosophy that I kind of, I don't know how much you guys have heard. I know of. exactly where you're going. Yeah. No, I know exactly where you're going though. So there, yeah, let, let them have everything they want. Yeah. So there's this community. It's a small community, but there's a group of people inside of libertarianism who are for Andrew Yang because they believe that he will bring out the quickest downfall of America <laughs> so that they can prop oh, okay. up their anarchist society. So what do you guys think about that idea? What, how does that so sound to you? Like the, the, the government antichrist that's just going to come like this beautiful being and destroy everything on, on accident, right? Yeah, on accident. Not, yeah. By, not by design on his, his he, he's hoping for the best, but we just know what the results what, of his. What will happen, yeah. I never thought of it that way. I never looked at it in that. I mean, I've, 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 I've seen enough it. memes that think of it, you know, it's like in, when yeah. you're promoting communism because it sure kills a lot of communists. <laughs> I have thought of the whole like collapsing thing. Like that's, you know, eventually, I mean, it's almost inevitable. Yeah. We're going to get there, but welcome to Rome. I never thought about it. Like, Oh, being pro somebody who's going to expedite that, you know, (laughs) and being completely transparent Uh, about it too. Like I'm going to vote for this person so that they, they drop the bottom out of the whole system on complete accident. So, (laughs) yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) It, it's i didn't think about it that way yeah you can't have a massive deficit if there's no government so you know <laughs> you, can't, you can't really be mad at them yeah. <laughs> i i think there's there are a lot of problems with that idea mm-hmm. um i will say it's probably more likely to lead to at least the existence of some townships 
and some libertarian and anarcho-capitalist societies than, you know, the whole burn everything to the ground. I think that's a great way to get totalitarianism. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. um, you know, it's not it's definitely not my favorite just because of how many people will be. If you think yes. like, the collapsing of the oh, state yeah. overnight <laughs> won't completely yeah. ruin a lot of people, you're you're insane. Yeah. But if you take away all the safety nets right now, it's going to be real, real it's ugly. Be ugly, yeah. People oh, don't yeah. know how to eat. <laughs> if if you people just, don't know how to get food, if you remove, the, I, I talk about this all the time. If you remove the welfare state, I mean, you have mm -hmm. minimum hundreds of thousands of people who are just not going to be able to put food on the table anymore. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to get pretty. Yeah. And they're going to do whatever it takes to get food on the table, you know, at some point. We... I hate it when I'm halfway through a sentence and I forget the word that I want to use. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm the regular. <laughs> all, oh, God. All, all the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, a friend of ours had mentioned something like that, um, you know, uh, pulling the rug out from underneath every everybody, you know, the whole, all the programs mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's like, I'm not... I'm not really for that because I, I think it would hurt a lot of people who have who have just kind of grown to become dependent on this because this is what this is how they were taught. You know, they're they're in their 50s or 60s the now and the second, third generation. Yeah. And they're, they're no there's really nothing. I, I, th I guess I think of my dad, you know, because of his heart condition and where he is with his physical health that he and my mom, too, they're not able to work. They do have, you know, money coming in from his retirement fund and everything. but. Um, they also have social security. Yeah, they have social security Medicare. with his, yeah, and the Medicare. But I think, I know, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd like to think that they would have been more prepared had they thought that this would just be taken away, you know, from them. But just to mm -hmm. tear it out from them and people like them who actually <clears throat> need it right now to survive. You know, they're in their late 60s. That's My mom is in her 70s. Yeah. There needs to be some sort of transition where it's like, okay, this is the cutoff. That's how I feel about it. Like, this age... Just so you know, you're they're not that's none of that's gonna be there for you, you know. But to somebody who's seventy-two who can't just like, hey, I'm gonna go get a job now, you know, because mm. I can't I I wasn't able to work before, but now I'm forced to crawl into a job to make money, you know. Um just to eat. Just to eat, yeah. It's so I, I don't wanna be that person who's like, we're just gonna end it. That, that right reminds now. me of that voting thing again. Like, like if I vote or if I do vote or want to vote, I think for me to vote for another presidential candidate is it's going to have to be somebody who's just going to come out and say, "Hey, I'm going to auction it all off to the highest bidder." Every <laughs> every department, every service. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Everything. Oh, I like that idea. I would love to see and 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 just a, a peaceful handover. Like, okay, everybody voted for anarchy, so we're going to have anarchy now. We finally listening. Like that's ever going to happen. But they'll just be like, okay, here's who who wants to take a, <laughs> the, yeah, whatever, whatever we actually need. Now that I think about it, there's not a lot of there's departments not a we, lot need. Of that we need. But yeah. I mean, on local <laughs> level, okay, this public school, we're going to keep it a school, but who wants to run this now? Because we're we're shutting shutting doors down on the government. Yeah. But yeah, something like that. Where it, is it a transition of, to from public to private? And I think even even welfare and stuff like that, it, it, there's money to be made in it people once you're not getting your 30 year paycheck taken away and and then some afterwards you're gonna have a little extra money and i think people will be philanthropic with it and mm -hmm. donate and so you just set yourself up as, as the best welfare system that's going to help the people the most and obviously you, you need to get a an income off of that so you pay yourself but you also run a more efficient yeah and it doesn't have to be run by the state that's what everyone mm -hmm. thinks that it has to be run by you know the government yeah I'd, I'd love to privatize welfare <laughs> <laughs> it would run more efficiently if, it, if mm -hmm. it was that's for sure 
there's yeah i mean you know there's john brings up that it wouldn't collapse overnight even if andrew yang's policies did lead to the collapse and he's right and i think that's part of the problem with collapsitarianism is it would be a slow painful death and it would <laughs> oh, just boy. prolong the suffering of a lot like, you just put it out of its misery at that point but, um, mm-hmm. you know, and he's, again, completely right. Fiat currency can be inflated to extremes before the bottom falls out of it, which is part of the mm-hmm. problem and why we have such a huge debt right now. And uh, it's it's not those. I mean, those are like true points, but they don't necessarily counter anything. It's like, oh, yes, that just makes it worse. Like we can prolong the suffering before everything <laughs> is finally done. So um, I think I think the death throes of the beast that is government would be pretty scary when it's when it's finally backed into a corner and and it's dying. I think it's it's going to take a lot of people with it, even even a a beautiful democracy like our country. Suddenly they're they're going to start biting back a little bit. You know what I mean? Some FEMA camps and uh, (laughs) yeah, stuff like that. Real military police state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, those are all likely outcomes from the death throes of the the world's former largest power, you know? And if you think other mm-hmm. people wouldn't be trying to take a bite out of, especially our holdings overseas, you know, that's a, that's a full statement too, you know? Yeah. Mm. Like ex- external in, uh, uh, actions here, coming into here. Yeah. Not even so much about, right? like an invasion. I don't, I don't really think that's something that even mm-hmm. they would be considered, but just, you know, geopolitical action outside of the U S once it starts to, really cripple itself from all of this will be very evident uh and it you know china and russia are already making moves to prop themselves up as one of the future you know we're talking uh, decades ahead of the time but to to fill that power va- vacuum that will leave yeah because we're already falling behind the curve you know we are not the mega ultra peak of of pinnacle of the country that we were in the 60s and 70s maybe even the 80s arguably but, you know, we just had the we were one of the only places on Earth to could just reach pointed a map and we could go and just do whatever we wanted there. And there really wasn't yeah. anything anybody could say about it unless you were like a, a Viet Cong. So that's about it. You know, <laughs> you're a, a rice farmer with an AK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they were they were extremely effective. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's why we try to stay away from jungles now. We don't we don't have a lot of good memories about that, but that's no. it's, it gets ugly in there. It yeah, it's, ugly. it's a sore spot. So yeah. it's hard to see from the drones. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um nice nice open deserts are cool. You know, you, you can see those trucks way out there. Right. <laughs> and again, just so that everything that John says is appropriately, you know, put out to light. Uh, you know, he says one of Andrew Yang's quotes is is bureaucracy is the enemy which is a great quote a great quote uh I, I don't i don't buy it for a second honestly um i don't really uh you know donald trump also said that he wanted to give everyone who made less than fifty thousand dollars no income tax so that didn't happen um <laughs> you know there's there's a lot of things that people say on the presidential uh, trail so all i can all i can really say is what the implementation of the policies that are the most receptive from them are and uh you know, you can say bureaucracy is the enemy, but until he really puts out a plan of like, okay, how are we going to reduce bureaucracy, Andrew Yang? Like, oh, well, from the fat. And I was like, I've heard this one before. Yeah, all this stuff. <laughs> and, 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 and that's another thing. Like, like maybe, maybe his policies would bring it all crashing down eventually, not even in a crazy way. But how many 
elected officials actually get into office, even with a good heart, actually get done what they wanted to get done. So we'll get a watered down version in the in the direction of where he wants to go. And what's that going to lead to? Just more state? Yang care. Yeah. That's what it'll be. We can. <laughs> it's like with some like like even a Ron Paul getting in there, like he he could be dangerous because he like he's like, I'm just gonna my first executive order is just gonna be to cancel all executive orders or something like that, you know. So like you can do that, but for the most part, you can't it, it's really hard. It's it's not as much it's more power than it should be, but it's not as much as you think it is to be president. You know what I mean? It's like you can come There's out there loud and people, bold, but yeah. you, you gotta get it through Congress, you gotta get it through Senate. And, and how if you got rid of executive orders, I mean, all the president has at that point is the CIA, FBI and the DOJ. That's really mm-hmm. it. That's his that's his only strong arm they have left. And unless you're going to start yeah. suiciding political opposition, you yeah. know, I mean, you can't really do much <laughs> with that. So he shot himself in the back 12 times. 12 yeah. times. <laughs> Julian Assange, circa. July 2019. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So we, we did watch that video today. You mentioned it yesterday. Watch a, I didn't get through it because we were at the fire and I didn't yeah. know, But I, I watched the beginning when they're stuffing them into the van. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's so the guy. there's a, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but there was basically a dump of what we believe to be almost everything that WikiLeaks has. And uh, it was did it happen. It did. It did happen. It wasn't huge. There wasn't anything like massively. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was just pretty much more of the same in there. There was a lot of older stuff with some newer things as well in the dump that happened. And um, so I knew they were talking about that. There's there was a lot. So it's still being sifted through. Obviously, I have not even had close to enough time to go through it and figure out what's new, what's old, blah, blah, blah. I also haven't read mm-hmm. all of it to begin with. So that's hard enough as it is. Oh, no, I ruined everything. OK, there it goes. It's back. Um <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I do Where that. I see Dave so. has those moments. <laughs> I just tap the keyboard and everything's like, we're going to change now. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to change your aspect ratio? There goes everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it was kind of crazy. I was doing some reading up on it. And, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but he was like clutching a book whenever he was taken out of there. And I don't remember the title of it, but apparently that title of that book was a key to a cipher that was given to everybody else. And that was how they decrypted the information to get access to all the documents to leak them. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's fucking rad. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> on top of everything else that was happening in that uh-huh. situation, you know, in that cloak and dagger shit, that's awesome. Yeah, wow. exactly. And there's, there's a good, good reason to suspect there's more. I mean, he's said mm-hmm. in the past that if, you know, something like this were to happen and go south, that it wouldn't be good for anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think he kind of meant that. So, yeah. I don't, yeah. So this is this might be phase one. Phase one, yeah, exactly. This is just wave one, potentially. Right. Go ahead, give give him an interview. Yeah. <laughs> let, let let him talk. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. You just get say some words on the open air. Hmm. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> so, what's y'all's opinion on? This? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. It's, you have the same opinion as yeah. most of us, but you know, what are your thoughts on Assange? Hey, if they ain't doing, if they ain't doing nothing wrong, they don't have anything to hide. <laughs> they shouldn't be worried about us seeing what they're, what they're saying behind closed doors. Yeah. They, they need to take their own advice and mm-hmm. say, you know, like, uh, if you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. And why are you worried about it being out there? Um, I, I love that a lot of people we talk to say, and I love it. They call me hero. And mm-hmm. I think you did too yesterday when we were talking, um, 
it, it is, you know, you are a hero to stand up to your government and say, this is wrong, what you're doing, we know. Uh, and it's sad just to see the average American just sitting back like, well, what's on TV? Let me let me watch American yeah. Idol or something. Like, do you and realize like, what's happening? The see, precedence that's being set. Yeah. But that's uh, to me, that's what a, a hero is, you know, someone who's going out there and really putting themselves mm -hmm. their whole entire life. Knowing that most of the most ordinary citizens ain't going to yeah. give two flips. Right. That most of Americans are just going to whatever. Or call him a traitor, you know, or not listen at all. It's sad. Well, the media's done a fantastic job of making him out to be a villain, too. I mean, uh, yeah, they've done a great. I'm glad job. I don't watch that. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. For all me I to see watch is good things. Stuff. Yeah, it's really hard. I can't take it in and process it. It's I don't like their negativity, <laughs> their spin on things. And you know, as much as I've knocked on on Manning before all of this, something I didn't know why uh, they were put back in a prison or she or he, whatever you want to, she we'll yes. say she for the sake See? of being respectful. Um, okay. You know, the being put they were she was put back in prison because of uh, she refused to testify about WikiLeaks because she had let slip during her hearing that. Julian Assange and WikiLeaks had attempted to help her crack uh, the intel information that ended up getting leaked. And that was pretty mm -hmm. much the nail in the coffin for Julian Assange. And I don't think that that was her intention by any means. I think she was just trying to be honest and avoid a perjury charge and didn't think it would mean anything because they weren't directly involved. But that is literally right. the entire case that has been built up around Assange is oh, that they have no. on the docket them saying that they attempted to facilitate the cracking of a the u.s intelligence network and uh you know her refusal to testify against wikileaks again after making that mistake i think says a lot about their character you know it did land them in prison mm -hmm. again i think that's important mm -hmm. but you know it's either yeah it's either lie and face perjury charges for going back on your statement or prior perjury charges or having to try to redact that statement <laughs> right or um end up in prison again and it's back in so they're back in prison wow Wow. I think it's technically confinement. I don't know if they're in like a prison prison, mm -hmm. but they're not free by any means. They're in a cage. So that's so sad. I mean, yeah, I, I never hear as much positive stuff about Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. As, as I do about uh, the other two. I, I, Snowden. 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 Yes. Assange. Snowden. Yes. Snowden. Yeah. Those two are always like held up pretty high from just my, my, what I get from the communities and stuff like that. And, and, and Manning's just kind of like, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot, there's of like really cool at first. And and then the more you heard about yeah. it, it was like, Oh, you know, you doesn't seem like they helped as much, especially throwing Assange <laughs> under the bus was kind of a, that was kind yeah, of, see, a, I missed a lot of that. It was a big mistake. Yeah. Well, you know, that happened a long time ago and that was a mistake. That's Yeah. I, again, I don't Which think it was intentional. Was. None, none of the actions. I hope it wasn't. None, yeah. of the, none of the actions since then, or if nothing else, it was a regret, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know what I would have done in, if, I, if I had done something like that and was trying to avoid as many charges as possible. Maybe I would have told the truth to try to avoid perjury charges. But again, I don't think yeah. like there was she was saying that I'm going to burn Julian Assange alive for me getting caught. You know, I don't think right. none of the actions now have shown that that was an intention. So, right. Just to be completely fair, because I have talked a little bit of smack about Manning in the past. And, you know, I especially when 
I used to be a really big status when all that happened. Yeah. This person's a traitor. Now, obviously, I hold a completely different opinion now, mm-hmm. but especially back then, yeah. um, I was very, very passionate about my feelings about leaking oh. intelligence information. And it's funny, too, because the media really spun it, the whole leaking, as it was like, oh, they compromised, you know, however many mm-hmm. military units. And it's, you know, most of this stuff is like details that either don't matter or just make the military look bad. <laughs> It's not like yeah. they're yeah. releasing like, oh, hey, we're going after bin Laden tomorrow. You know, like that's not yeah. the kind of stuff yeah. that was. Uh, <laughs> I know they're acting like it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> troop movements. Troop, danger. troop movements were the only thing that were leaked that is like actually I can understand that there's like a security mm-hmm. risk there is like, OK, we're going to be moving these people from here to like terrorists gets their hands on that. And then, yeah, and then yeah. They, they do the roadside bombs and stuff. Yeah. So I can I can understand that from the perspective. But honestly, you doing there get the hell out of there yeah exactly don't 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 be moving there (laughs) it should say we're going home you know yeah right yeah you can keep that one hush hush (laughs) hey tomorrow we're we're shipping everybody home yeah don't don't tell anyone (laughs) let me find with that That you can have that secret that'd be cool oh man yeah i mean trust me you don't have to tell me i mean we definitely need to get out of there (laughs) but Someone brought this up in the ANCAP group that we have that, you know, what, what do you think about a, uh, like a defensive force and is it necessary? And I had to make the very transitarian answer that I don't like that a defensive force makes sense for now. I can, I can accept that, but it does not need to be anywhere near the size that it is. Not even remotely close to the size that it is at this, this moment. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> I think, I yeah, think, yeah, I think, I think it should be broken down, you know, like the militias, you know, put them all in a group chat. That way they can coordinate <laughs> if they have to. They're going to have a little Facebook group chat and they can be like, hey, it's getting weird over here. You guys want to help out? And like, yeah, you're, you're, you're the state next to mine. I don't want you falling. You know, other than that, I, I, I think just that the standing army thing is just dangerous because that's just a hammer walking around looking for a nail. Yeah. <laughs> when they don't have anything to shoot at Mm -hmm. they get complacent and that's yeah it's like i've been shooting at these barrels all day and (laughs) it's getting boring yeah we're we're so trained yes that was a you know well we can think really vietnam for why we have the philosophy of military that we had now because after world war ii the military was just kind of something you did and you just kind of hung out we weren't really waiting for something to happen yeah i mean we went to you know, Germany, and we were waiting for that to pop off, but we weren't really engaged in, in conflicts to a larger scale besides the CIA and its involvement in Afghanistan, which started the whole mess that we have now. So yeah, if, yeah. if anybody yeah. wants to know where the Taliban came from, if you didn't know this yet, mm-hmm. somehow it's from us. We, we put them in power. <laughs> we so. trained them and made them yeah. Yeah, to fight, fight the Soviets, right? Yep. And Al Qaeda and specifically yeah. Osama bin Laden as well. We propped him up into a position of power. One of my conspiracy theories is that the we're reason he that. lasted so long is because he was our, our guy on the inside until we were done with him. Mm. I, oh, there's, there's a lot of information yeah. to suggest that, which is something that <laughs> really... said, you knocked down the towers. <laughs> yeah. Never thought about that. They're like, hey, you're going to take the blame for this. You're our man on the inside. So, uh, you know, we'll just let you run around for a few more decades. And then he was probably like, look, I'm mm-hmm. dying anyways. I'm on dialysis. Let's just get this over with. <laughs> you guys want to do this or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
You want to take the credit for this? <laughs> Moving my dialysis right. machine from cave to cave is very expensive. So, <laughs> what a good dude! <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Right. <laughs> real, real thoughtful guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. 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 Water. Awkward silence. <laughs> no, Sorry. Everyone's like, wait, Dave just. <laughs> I was reading a comment for a second. I should have read it That's out loud. Okay. Sometimes I have to proofread these. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I have to be like, oh, this looks like a, nope, no, it's just a troll comment. Let's keep on conversation. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Rusty says, now we do it for free education. And that's so, so true. Um, I will gladly take. Is it a Dodge Charger? Don't you get a Dodge Charger or something? Uh, A V6 Mustang is also (laughs) an acceptable answer. Yeah. It has to have an insert pedestrians here sticker on the bumper as well. So I've seen (laughs) probably 20 of those in my time in the military. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a car meme, by the way, for anyone who doesn't get that, that they seem yeah. to yeah. magically attract to crowds whenever they try to do burnouts or something. So <laughs> <laughs> it's those dang vaccines. They put lead in your blood and then the <laughs> magnets from the horns attract you to the cars. So. Oh, my gosh. oh, we've never talked about this. <laughs> what is uh, what is y'all's opinions on vaccines? What do you guys think? Are you vax? Are you anti-vax? What's up? I'm kind of I'm kind of in between. I'm not I'm not anti. I'm not pro. I don't think I definitely don't think it should be forced on anybody. Of course, you know. And if if you believe in vaccines, and let them let them die of measles, whatever. I also think that it it was obviously a necessity when they're first starting them. Like, hey, this is saving people's lives. Go ahead and get this vaccine. It'll keep you get from getting this debil- debilitating disease or whatever. But I think after a while, it's it, just like anything else. It became uh, a marketable item, and they're just trying, maybe trying to create more variety. Like, hey, we can now we can vaccine vaccinate you against you know, pimples or something. <laughs> you know, and then you go to your, you take your kid to the pediatrician, and they're like, oh, well, this is on your schedule. You got to take this one too. And I'm like, well, what's well, what, do we need that one? Is that one necessary? Or or at least why all at one time? I mean, they try to vaccinate our kids the day they were born. They came out and they wanted to give them a like like hepatitis shots, yeah. C vaccine. And I'm like, this baby is like hours old. Are you kidding me? Can you give him a minute? Yeah, I'm like, can we do that another time? <laughs> Take a breather. Yeah, <laughs> Let his skin thicken a little. Yeah. Here. They're like, oh, yeah, you can do that at your first visit. I'm like, then that's when you should be doing it. You shouldn't be pushing this on people immediately, especially after having a child and you're all kinds of crazy because the mom, you know, you're in that like, oh, my baby, but you're not thinking right because you just had a baby. That's that's the one thing I I remember of the first baby coming out. And the second the second he came out, the first baby, it was it was terror. Like, oh, my God, I got to keep this thing alive. Right. Like like immediately, like there was the, the overwhelming love and I can't believe this and. Like, oh, don't God. die. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have no reason to believe that you're going to, but don't. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 but as far as vaccines go, I feel like I, I have, um, you know, friends and family who have not vaccinated their children and, you know, I'm like, whatever. I feel like if you do, you know, you want to do mm-hmm. your research and stuff. And I mean, for me, no, we, we haven't done enough research to have I know a that real I just solid opinion done, on it. Yeah. Enough of the research. And so, I mean, our kids are vaccinated. I think there's like, like ones like, oh, chicken pox. Like, really? We need to vaccinate our kids against chicken pox? Like, I feel like that's, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to have to go through that with my kids, but that's like a rite of passage. Well, <laughs> I was being a child, you know? The, the um, real but reason for the chicken pox vaccine is to prevent shingles. 
later on in life. Does oh, okay. That okay. Does that work like that? Does yeah. that actually, does that work? You, okay. You have to have okay. chicken pox before you can get shingles. That's like a, okay. that is a thing. It is a, it is a dormant chick because the chicken pox yeah. never leaves you. It just stays. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, it just hangs out. one of these days it, 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 it sets off and triggers again and you get to shingles, which is not oh, a fun shit. Time. I don't want shingles. Yeah. I, I, I had chicken pox. I don't yeah. want shingles. There's a good um, chance but I think that you'll like get the... it then. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, we yeah. also we also don't do flu shots. Oh yeah, we don't do the flu shots. I, I, I feel like I know enough about that that it's like you know it's not really going to kill you. And I, I we hardly ever get it. And if you do, you survive. But it's it, I hear that usually when you're getting that vaccine, it's it's a, it's a old strains of the virus, and it's only like a certain percentage. And there's not a very good chance that the one that's actually coming through this year is the same as what's in that vaccine that you're getting anyways. And it's like just ain't ain't worth it you know it's like i i I feel like i ignorantly go into it just kind of weighing my (laughs) well you know what and thank god we're healthy Mm -hmm. you know we're healthy we don't have any uh serious health issues you know and we're young and our kids are out of the being infants it's a a calculated risk i think like my dad gets the flu shot because he's older and he has heart conditions flu might kill him he gets yeah the flu could could kill him because of where he is you know and and his health um he gets the pneumonia one too but um i mean man i just remember people like telling me that i should get the uh whooping cough uh vaccine before i had my kids like while i was still pregnant with them because i could i could give them whooping cough like if i i don't know i'm like what are you kidding me like stop scaring the shit out of yeah, me and, and when i feel pressured like that like like they're i feel like i'm being marketed to mm-hmm. and then it, it, it makes me push back because you know the libertarian in me don't tell me what to do oh yeah Dave why are you trying to scare like, me into this don't like... even tell david he will just not <laughs> uh but like i don't know that gardasil thing like people talk about that um i don't know enough about it but i think yeah we're just spouting ignorance so it's yeah. if you really can't take our we're answers we're not there yet for... with our kids so uh, but like jay needs to get vaccinated for her fourth she's four mm-hmm. so yeah and we'll get the get the ones that they you know we kind of look over them like yeah that sounds like old school shit that really mm-hmm. messed up large populations so mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and get those yeah but we'll, we'll question the ones that are that they actually kind of give you any kind of lenience on like it's not absolutely necessary but i feel like if people are doing their research and they choose to not that's that, that's a society that i want is people being able to make their own decisions you know i mean and a parent is in charge of their kid i suppose because their children are still children, but mm. I don't know. It's such a touchy subject for so many people. Yeah, a lot of. It, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. It triggers a lot of people. I mean, that's the easiest way it about it. Is and you know, mm-hmm. I oh, feel yeah. like Trigger. I take you know someone who is I would consider myself overall pro-vax. You know, because there's, there's yeah. a lot of information to suggest that vaccines are effective. They have been. Mm-hmm. They will continue to be. Um, and you know. Not to say that bad things don't happen. Trust me, you know you can get you can get milk that is bad from the shelf and oh, drink sure. that, and yep. you know get explosive diarrhea. Just like you can get a bad vaccine that who knows it could kill your kid, it could give you autism, perhaps. You know, I don't know if those two are necessarily linked, but you know, we could. Yeah, have, you could have a bad reaction, allergic reaction to something that's in there that you didn't realize. You know, and those are all real risks. Just like going into any mm-hmm. operation. You know, there's a risk that you could not wake up, you know, <laughs> and right. uh, there's there are certain cases where I feel like, you know, things that aren't necessary, like you said, maybe it's not worth putting yourself in that risk. Um, 
you know, for stuff that can kill you without really any notice, like measles or something like that. Um, yeah. Those are things that you have to really sit back and say, like, do I do I even want to risk the chance of me, uh, you know, getting getting this? And so, you know, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I hear. And I'm like, OK, you know, I might get let's say it's lead poisoning. At least I'm not dead, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> calculate a risk, you know, calculate a risk. Yeah. yeah. Holy, that is scary. Oh, my gosh. Just laughing at Rusty says you can get laid to get the <laughs> get the flu vaccine. Oh. And then he just said paid, not laid. That's oh. why I was trying to process his <laughs> earlier comment. Like you can get you can you can vaccinate yourself against the flu by being in getting, what you have sex with somebody who has the flu and you build the antibodies. <laughs> yeah. I will say there's one one thing about the flu before I move on to some of the comments is that when the so there's usually depending on how severe the flu is if the first vaccine comes out you're right it is usually like they kind of guesstimate they're like okay it's probably going to be this we use an older mm -hmm. strain that's similar and uh you know we're gonna we're gonna do that and see if how effective it is if it's effective they usually won't put out another one but so look at you know you guys remember swine flu right mm -hmm. h1n1 yes yeah. swine flu bird flu yeah all these things that were going to kill us that was yeah. the same uh flu that caused the spanish flu that damn near wiped out more people than or did it killed more people than world war one and uh a same exact thing wow. h1n1 so wow yeah that's that's serious yeah yeah so uh <laughs> you know i mean there's and, and what happened for swine flu is that it was killing people it killed a few thousand people uh, i think it almost reached ten thousand people in the u.s maybe a little bit over Whoa. It, which is a lot wow. of people yeah and uh, I remember hype, but uh, that's yeah, when I hear hype, I'm just kind of like, eh, but yeah, I, I, I didn't remember you hearing that. Wash part. your dang hands during cold <laughs> yeah. and flu season. Extra wash your hands. Not not like a psycho, but don't be afraid to wash your hands after you come home from the door. <laughs> so they came out with that first round vaccine, which was kind of a guess. And they guessed wrong. You know, I mean, for some okay. people, it was enough. It was enough of a boost or they already, you know, genetically had yeah. a, an H1N1 tolerance thanks to some family genetics. Uh, but you also have they they came up with the second round that was specifically tailored to the brand of flu that was existing. So there are reactions to like, OK, this is not working. Let's do this one instead. So oh, OK, there there is some science behind it. It's not all just throwing, you know. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's why I you'll never see me comment on a pro anti-vax post on Facebook because I know I'm ignorant. And, and so I'll just kind of continue doing what I'm doing. I'll glean information that I'm, I'm reading off the Internet because I know if I decided to take one position or the other, I'm going to find something to support that argument. You know, I'm sure That's I'll find true. plenty of stuff, you know, so I'm, I'm always just kind of like, you know, it's like every calculated risk. I'm, I'm going to that. I don't think that's going to kill me and I'm going to avoid. I'm not going to overdo it. I'm not going to take everything that they tell me to take. But I know that some of it is for a damn good reason. And I'm going to go ahead and keep doing that. But. Yeah, and I, I also feel, and I think Dave feels the same way about if it wasn't also if it wasn't the government running it, you know, yeah, there I'd might be a, be a lot little, more. I'd, I'd be like a little more. <laughs> if, uh, if it wasn't FDA approved, it would actually yeah. help me. If it, if it was <laughs> like a, a private companies, you know, that were able to say this is this is what we offer in our vaccines, and you know, we don't have the added X Y Z that you know you don't want to get and from you, this other company. You don't, yeah, you don't have the government you, protection. Yeah, and you can choose litigation. Yeah, and and people say like, oh, this is a good company. This is why we go with them. You know, and then you you choose who you want to go with based on um, reputation. You mm -hmm. know, and word of mouth and and reviews and all the stuff that reasons. <laughs> I like why this we, company. All reasons why we choose things that we choose. You know, and we're because they don't give us who's autism. Gonna go, um, uh, do our roof you know like okay this person had you know has great reviews we our neighbor 
Uh, you know, we really looked into it. We didn't want to just be like, hey, we're going to shell out $5,000 for somebody to come in and, you know, do a crap job. And then we have to get it done again in two years. Not that rubes and vaccines are the same thing, but, you know, having that option, I think it would mean much, so much more. I mean, for us to get the government's hands out of everything, I just let the people. Oh, yeah. I, I always joke, you know, that. I hold this perspective because I've basically had every vaccine and I have autism. That's why I'm a libertarian. So, uh, I, you know, I've had it all. And this is totally anecdotal, but I'll get into my three points in a second that I always make. You know, oh, I've had fun. measles, mumps, HPV. I voluntarily got the HPV vaccine. I don't want to give somebody that. That sounds awful. God knows. You know, whatever. But, um, yeah. you know, I've had anthrax i've had the cowpox which is supposed to protect against smallpox yellow fever uh, i mean i my my immunization sheet is like 30 things long hepatitis c all all of it and um i you know not dead okay so obviously that's anecdotal and not scientific or empirical <laughs> evidence so the three things not i always go visibly to. autistic yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> one is uh do your, do your shots incrementally Make sure that they're under proper supervision whenever shots are administered and that it's done as safely and as well recorded as possible so that you can do your best to get accountability if something does go wrong. Two. That's every Friday night for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all recorded. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, make sure that uh, you do your research and that nobody has an, an allergic reaction to anything that goes through your body, which a lot of these things can be avoided just by simply making sure you know what's inside of them and and third don't spread misinformation that's all i ask yeah. you do those three things yeah. and we'll be completely fine you start telling me that you can use you know quartz crystals on your temples to get rid of your your measles and we're gonna have a problem so i know. got these essential oils man oh, God. <laughs> I, I i do I, those things have their place i mean mm -hmm. not the crystals i don't know about those, but essential oils i like that but it's Maryland. not i'm i'm in no way would I try to treat, uh, you know, any kind of severe disease, disease with, uh, Essential that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Did you but I, 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 it helps me relax. I do know that weed <laughs> cures cancer. I know that much. But. <laughs> Did you see that picture of the lady that tried to fix her gangrene with essential oils? It was a lemon oh. and tea tree, I think, or something like that. And, uh, oh boy! It ate, away, it ate away at her foot until the bone was exposed. Oh my god! Before gosh. she yeah, finally at went some to point, you, I'm going to need a second opinion on this wow. one. Yeah. yeah. So because she kept putting it on and then it wasn't doing anything, yeah, and, and so she let it get that far. It got ne it got necrotic, and and she got a bacterial infection that was literally eating away at her flesh. And so, yeah. Oh and it was gosh. to the point that when she got there, they had to amputate. So it could have been uh, stopped mm -hmm. way before that. But sure, because sure. of the spread of misinformation and people being mm -hmm. completely dumb. I mean, that's, yeah, that's why I just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I just, you know, the second a chunk of my heel falls off, I think I'm going to go and uh, mm -hmm. go to the doctor, you know, way before mm -hmm. that. But, you know, once, yeah. you know, good call. Once the bone was showing, I think, you know, there was probably yeah. a smart move. Let's, let's try out this new fangled medicine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I, His, her chakras I, weren't alive oils. enough. 
chakra. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the chakras. Totally out of whack. Uh, when I, I feel like they do, they have their place for things, for certain things, you know? I mean, little, not like life and death kind of things, you know? Like, I, I like to use tea tree oil for cleaning, and I mean, I do oh, use lavender relax, but I, I just, I don't, I don't think you can cure cancer with, you know... Uh, an essential oil. I don't. I mean, it would be amazing if you could. That would be. Yeah, and you great. never know. You and, never and, know. I and mean, it's kind of nice to have these people out there on the cutting edge of trying essential oils mm-hmm. to see what actually happens. Yeah. I'll if let you them take it the to the point points. where the bone's showing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like maybe you have to get to the point of bone showing, and then suddenly the, that's when the essential oils really do kick in. Yeah. Oh, it has to get <laughs> inside the marrow. Until, yeah. yeah, and we're not going to know until somebody is brave enough to take it that far. Yeah. What a hero! What a true <laughs> so hero! Brave. So brave. Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> get that oil. I'll be right back. I gotta get what? my essential oil. What no, oil? Fine. Oh, you're like you're getting oil things. Nicotine. The nicotine. <laughs> I'm just gonna go through the comments. Some of the comments, real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah Jacob definitely. asks. <laughs> well, we'll get back to this one, Jacob, because I think there's a discussion there. Um, so we got a lot of man bear pig comments. That's always good. Some FDA FDA approved man bear pig. Um, <laughs> that's always fantastic. <laughs> Uh, FDA is the reason drugs cost so much. Yeah, you're completely right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got some jokes about crystals and and some autism's and, and good stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> and like quirks. <laughs> yeah, this this one's good. I'll I'll read this one out. The the crystals uh, work really good for keeping negative people out of your life. You just gotta throw them really hard. That's good. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. The one that I really wanted to get to was from uh, Jacob, and he asks, aren't you in Japan? No, I'm right across the, the sea. I'm in Korea. And there's do, a lot of Asians out there. Yeah. Do you ever talk to them about libertarianism? <laughs> in fact, there's, there's mostly Asians, believe it or not. I don't know. If, uh, <laughs> but... I'd love to experience that, because I'm like a big dude. Like, oh, just... yeah. Going in the tr- I'd be uh, a giant there. You would be a giant. <laughs> I'm usually one of the tallest people in the crowd at Seoul. Like, it's kind of weird being able to see the tops of everyone's heads. But, oh my god! Because I'm six foot three, so I mean, you know, I just oh, yeah, so, yeah, we're in the same boat. Okay, Dave's six four. Yep. And yeah, he he ever asked Drop. he asked, do I ever talk to them about libertarianism? And uh, it's a great way to end a, a date quickly. I learned that one. Um, you know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so how do you feel about politics? It's like, oh, I'm a libertarian, and they have no idea what that means. So you have to explain it, and they're all you- massive statists here. I was like, gonna say, is that oh, a foreign yeah. thought to them? Just a oh yeah. Like you, we call American statists. Mm. Koreans are like we haven't really met states. Oh, because they're they're right next to that other. Korean. Yeah, well, they're not. They, that they get they're, they're kind of. Yeah, that's that's kind of super status. But they get to compare themselves to that, and then they say, "Well, we're not that bad. Mm. Look, we only yeah, like yeah. Good. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Being gay should be bad. a crime. You know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's you don't have to kill oh them, but you know, definitely can't just have them running around. You can't get tattoos. You have to go to a doctor to get tattoos here. Wow, really? You know, we're talking about status stuff on that level. Like that's very. You guys like to vape? You know, their 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 vape juices are like they have to go through. Obviously, they have to be approved by all of their stuff as well, and they get their own fancy little Korean label, and they get a big tax on them, which makes them really expensive. So this little guy is like forty dollars. So I had to buy this one out of like an emergency because my shipment was getting delayed. This is a little mm-hmm. 30 mil guy. And this sticker basically wow. says, like, if this will kill you, don't take it. Call this number and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll pay for you to get nicotine supplements so that you can get off smoking. Um, they're they're big statists. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I would I pay like 27 for 100. That's well, we local. Fi- That's we finally got to where yeah. the uh Pennsylvania has said that and I think it's just is it just the state says that they have to sell it I don't and it's crap. They ruined bottles. our bottles like they, they have these new rectum. And they're like <laughs> the whole thing is like a top and it's got one little it's awful thing on there. They're terrible. And it, it leaks it all over the place. All over. And that's why they're doing it. <laughs> no, because they ruin everything. It's not even by state design. Has- yeah. So I actually said, hey, do you have any of those old bottles? And I bought this one off of them because I'm going to take it out of that bottle and put it into this old bottle because mm-hmm. it's so much easier to operate. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks government. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, government. <laughs> government making the things so much easier, right? Oh, yeah. They're looking out for us. You know, that's what it is. It's like they want to they just want to have us have like one flavor. Like you can have ass flavored vape juice. <laughs> that way the kids won't want to get started. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's a really big commie movement in Korea, and they're not like real commies. They they're the commie lights like we have, but uh, communism is a bad word here too because they don't like China. So you say communism, oh, they're like, okay. no, no, that's like China. We don't like China. So uh, <laughs> you know, but well, you just don't like the word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But then they're like, but we should have all this free stuff. So you know, it's, <laughs> well, not not communism because that's China. No. Yeah. But we should you keep should saying be. that word. <laughs> exactly. It means what you think it means. Right. <laughs> it's uh man, it's it's a it's a fiasco, I'm not gonna lie. Um politically, South Korea is just like a wreck. There's so much corruption here too. And they, they have this culture of like you're not supposed to question authority here. Like that is mm-hmm. that is how they yeah. are raised. Like like the state is your god, not just like Skyclaw. Wow. Like these people know better than you. Don't question them. If you want to question them, you better get your college degree and you better get, you know, you better get into politics and then you mm-hmm. can question them. And then you'll you probably be one get, of them. get your proper licensing. <laughs> yeah. You got to be uh, crazy. Yeah. You got to, and you better be older than them too. Cause otherwise it'll be disrespectful if you challenge them. Cause you're younger. Oh, than them. That's, so yes. Respect the elders. Yeah. <laughs> that's exciting. Oh, it's, wow. It's a, it's a little backwards. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of regressiveness yeah. in Korean culture. Not that I don't love a lot of things about this place, but like mm-hmm. I could sure. never live here. Right. Could never live here. Never. Um, <laughs> no. Mm-mm. It's there's so what? many nuances to the culture here. I would not fit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't work. I, I never thought of. I mean. I mean, people always say to me, like, oh, you're lucky to be born in America and you should feel lucky and blah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And but we're I, trying to keep it that way. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I never think about like other countries and how they, you know, we have our sky cloth and how, you know, what is, what are they allowed or not allowed to do? Uh, and qu- questioning. I mean, we get looked at funny for questioning things, but I mean, I don't know. You don't get thrown in jail for it. Yeah, usually. Have I talked to you guys about, so when I went to Turkey, if you uh, if you even talk about the Armenian genocide there, it's like an immediate prison sentence, like immediately. Get out of here! They still throw gay people oh. off of buildings there. I mean, like it's. Do they really? Yes. There was a uh, awful. There was like a That's terrible a trans rights basically march that was happening there, which they don't have the right to protest to begin with, and it turned basically into a big street beating where a bunch of people beat up crossdressers or try to beat the gay out of them, I guess. And oh my goodness. Beat, beat the gay away. And beat the gay away. I guess, That's like, terrible. As much as I talk a lot of crap about the US, 
I, I will accept the fact that, you know, there are very few places on planet Earth that I could actually live in. And I, I would much rather be in the U.S. than most of them. I'd say 90 yeah. percent of them. Even yeah. now. That's the thing. We're, we're, we're an anomaly in time and space for this world. And, and, and we're just fighting tooth and nail to, to maintain that. Like the whole history has been subject subjugation and there's nothing keeping our whole future from being it. Yeah. You know, we, some reason we got a little bit of freedom here and people are like, well, isn't it nice? And I'm like, yeah, that's why we're trying to yeah, keep it. That's why we're fighting back against all these encroachments that keep yeah. eroding. Yeah. Piece by piece. There's, you know, I, I, for a time I was so done with the U S and this was not honestly that long ago that I was like, why don't I just go somewhere else? You know, what if there is somewhere that's more my style and I just go there. And so, you know, I would like go on Google and be like top 10 capitalist countries. And, you know, all these places are coming up out there. Yeah. Like Singapore and Hong Kong. These places are status as fuck too, even more than we are. (laughs) The car taxes in Singapore and Hong Kong alone, like triple the price of a vehicle. And I'm like, this is, this is not like, okay, sure. They have low income taxes. Oh, that's great. That's only part of the problem. You know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot more to that equation, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't the guy who got caned Singapore. Wasn't he, from, he from here from, from, from like Gerard yeah. or something like that? I remember when I was younger, there was a, a kid who went to Singapore from our area. Did he spray paint something, or oh, I thought he just dropped gum on the ground. But I think it he, he did been. something. He but did, yeah. yeah, he probably he did something ballsy that he shouldn't have done. I and mean, they caned him. They caned him. <laughs> you know, like it was like a big story at the time. Yeah, yeah, with oh, a yeah, cane. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, they whipped him. Real good. So <laughs> whipped them real good. Real good. Yeah. But wow, I mean, that's just like okay. I mean, but still okay. So yeah, he 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 should not have obviously broken the law or whatever. But yikes, mm-hmm. we're gonna cane you for the oh boy. Yeah, I, and I heard somewhere you're not even like allowed to really chew gum around because they don't yeah. want gum on the ground. So like, these people, all all sorts of crazy stuff like that, like smoking in weird. public areas yeah. and blah. You don't really have that problem yeah. in Korea because like. Half the population here still smokes, which is pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, but, they um, they do smoke. Yeah. They still smoke a lot of them. Thanks, like regular cigarettes. Yeah. Oh yeah, and vapes oh, okay. too, but mostly cigarettes still. Yeah. And I think it's mostly because it's so prohibitively expensive to get, you know, vape products. Alternatives. You either have to get yeah. them from the U.S. basically or China, which we'll skip all they that. Don't want to do? <laughs> Not that China death liquid. Yeah, exactly, and. <laughs> So yeah, that's you know, and they tax the crap out of it. So it's 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 cheaper to smoke cigarettes here, it really is. Oh yeah, you can get a carton yep. for almost the same prices in the U.S. So you know. Oh you know, really? Yeah. Why would you Why would you vape oh, when you can save you know all that money on cigarettes? But you know, die of lung oh, cancer. Man. So you know? sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> way way your choices. Yeah. It's a, uh, you know, and then people say, well, why don't you go somewhere else? And I can't, there, there is nowhere else to go. It's either go to Somalia and become like a warlord and try to make my own country out of Somalia or fix mm-hmm. this place. Yeah. <laughs> or go to Venezuela and yeah. try to start a government there yeah. after Venezuela collapses. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> One's so a bit of a fixer upper, but yeah. <laughs> it's <TLC>. open. <laughs> it is on the market. <laughs> <laughs> Fixer upper. Pretty much. It's like what it is. It's like being an old dingy mm-hmm. house that hasn't been lived in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or lived in a little too hard. Yeah, exactly, right? It's like a frat used to own it. 
and they just wreck the place. <laughs> it's a great location. You know, right. It's got a lot of history. But you're going to want to tear out all the carpets and yeah. <laughs> paint the walls. And uh, it's, it's, it's rough. You know, I, I can be really yeah. negative. Especially when I start talking about things like cops and taxes and, you know, pretty much everything. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't it's understandable, lie. you know. One problem Korea He's doesn't so passionate have. passionate about it. Korea doesn't have a problem of cops shooting all, all their dogs and their people. So I will say they got that oh, plus. That's yeah. a plus. That's an upside. So, so what's what's law enforcement like there? What's what's it like to interact with them? I don't really interact with law enforcement much, honestly. Because I think just, just... also because I'm a foreigner, too. They just kind of don't. There's some weird stuff going on there with like how the legal proceedings work and because I'm most likely military, they have to turn me over to the military, so they can't really do Oh, that. okay. Yeah, okay. You know, there's like a whole bunch of stuff there, but I mean I watched a video of a military guy being a jackass and getting roundhouse kicked in the face by a cop. So, you know, I think that's a much nice. that's a much better you know, he swung at the cop and the cop literally did this yeah. like taekwondo back kick into his face. Yeah. So I think it's a much better response than like, oh, he swung at me. I have to unload my entire magazine. Like we all do. All, everybody yeah, right. pull your guns out. Where, and- yeah. <laughs> where, where the first level is getting tased. And sometimes yeah. they'll skip that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go um, straight to level two. Stomp the clip. So, sometimes you just have to pop someone in the face so that they know what's up. And then, yeah. you know, and they never go anywhere alone. They always have someone yeah. with them. They are always traveling in at least a pair. Which I think yeah. makes sense so that you can have your taser and then the other guy can kick him in the face. And if that doesn't work, you can tase him. You can kind of take yeah. shifts. Um, hey, you, got, right. you got level one and two set up right there. Exactly. That's very nice. <laughs> so that you don't have to worry about going straight to level three because you're alone and you're scared and you don't have anybody to help you. And, you know, right. I can understand people make yeah. bad judgment calls in situations like that, you know? Yeah. There are, yeah, because they're there. Yeah, there are situations scared. when gun owners civilians you know mm-hmm. use their weapon when they pop, probably didn't have to you know yeah and but they I think, were afraid exactly i think it's important to make the, the most appropriate reaction and if your life is in danger you obviously should defend it but you know there are times when it's yeah. like probably went a little too far there <laughs> and and no i do disagree with the whole having having the police state oh, that yeah. we have um i they that is the job that they have chosen you know they know that their lives are on the line well, every hopefully day you're good at it um but like, yeah psychologically. You, you need to be of so- sound mind to do that job like i i don't i don't know how yeah, if you're scared you shouldn't be doing that job you should not be doing that job and you should have to go through some extra training um just to get your adrenaline pumping to where you feel like you might die uh, and then just work on that, that muscle reaction, you know, that <laughs> muscle memory, you know, so that you're not just like, hey, I'm going to reach for my gun. I'm going to reach for my gun first thing. Um, and I know people say like, oh, but they're out there and people are going to be shooting at them and, and all that stuff like that. But the same goes for how we as citizens feel that any one of them mm-hmm. could just haul off at any moment. Feel, feel lose, threatened. Feel, their, feel threatened, lose their shit, whatever. Uh and and do a thing. <laughs> you know, did, a do, thing. did a thing. <laughs> Another thing I like before I kind of wanted to say something else, but I will say this since uh Quirt here said there's you know a lot of uh a lot of the reason people suck so much is because you're not allowed to punch somebody in the face when they're being shitty. Yeah, yeah. so one thing that they do here is if there's like a <laughs> brawl or something, they let them beat the crap out of each other 
and then they do what they have to do. They so. sort it oh, out afterwards. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a hockey fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You just let them get the one... tire themselves out, and then it, the problem takes yes. care of itself. It's, it's a lot, a lot easier yeah. for me. Right. <laughs> Between you guys, go ahead and finish it off. <laughs> yeah. um, then you go in your little penalty box. <laughs> no, I, I'm of the opinion that two consenting adults should be able to duke it out. It, as long as somebody's not trying to yeah. kill anybody over an unnecessary, you know, if, if you're like, right. hey, you're being an asshole and you want to fight and you guys fight each other. I mean, whatever. Yeah, drop the contract. Like, hey, Let's go. You want to fight? <laughs> yes, I want to fight. Then fight. That's two adults. Why do we have okay to televise it and have it on pay-per-view for two consenting adults <laughs> to beat the crap out of each other? Right. Jacob says, what if one dies? Well, then obviously I'm assuming they violated the nap. I mean, we'd have to look at yeah. that, but. Yeah, yeah. It, we're gonna have to look at the contract. Yeah, <laughs> and, is there a stipulation for that? Exactly. Yeah, is this a death match? Like, what's going on here? You know, we gotta make yeah. sure these rules. Did you waive your rights? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I could possibly die. Because <laughs> at that point, contract law takes into effect, and the nap doesn't matter anymore. So, mm -hmm. right, yeah, you agreed to it. You you signed the paper. <laughs> But it would be nice to just be able to, that they could just punch someone in the face and just be like, quit being a dick. <laughs> you know, like, I not one of, I mean. If, My dad calls yeah. it hitting the reset button, you know. There you go. Someone's acting oh. like a jerk. You yeah, I was out of line there. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people don't want to fight. Once they get hit in the face, mm -hmm. everybody wants to fight until they get hit in the face. And then <laughs> a lot of people don't that, want to fight when anymore. When you get hit in the nose, that it oh, makes that gross. sound yeah. and it, it hurts. It really <laughs> Your eyes hurts. water. You start crying yes. and they go, what are you crying for? Yep. I'm not crying. I can't help you it. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's what they should do if they're, if we are going to continue to have the police. John says mutual them, combat is still legal in Seattle. <laughs> they should be allowed to just punch people. Oh, it's still legal in Seattle. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know that. I can go yeah. punch some commies in Seattle. Is that what you're telling me? You know, well, I, I, I think mutual. you you have to be carrying yeah. that contract. Yeah. I, that, I, pocket full of blank contracts. Be <laughs> like, look, dude, can you sign, sign here? here? <laughs> name, print your name, initial, yeah. date, sign here, and here, and here. <laughs> have those little and here those little tabs with the arrows, you know, that you put on because yeah. <laughs> you know there's going to be a lot of you know bureaucracy even with that six page contract. Yeah. Six page contract, <laughs> so, right? <laughs> Jacob says, what if both die? Well, in Ankapistan, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. they're both Problem dead, solved itself. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to yeah, start a Hatfield-McCoy thing, whatever. You guys do you, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, if they're both yeah. dead, it's like, who who's going to seek reparations for getting beaten if they're both dead? They kind of yeah. Yeah, even each other out. Yeah. yeah it's a fair trade, right. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like as, lo as long as it was mutual to begin with. As yeah. long as this was fight yes <laughs> you, you both lose congratulations yeah. <laughs> so, um i exactly i do want to preface all of this by saying that not for but oh for sure i i am one of the few people who can watch a video of someone you know pulling over for a traffic stop which or shit and then having mm -hmm. you know a, a four, 44 magnum thrown at their face and bullets start flying and that that is always a threat. And I can legitimately empathize with that because I think mm -hmm. that, you know, especially if you are a person who believes whether how, how right you are or not, that you're doing the right thing and you're trying to be a good person, trying to be the best you can, which they do exist, even though they may not be the best at it. You know, it sucks that we live in a world where people are going to do stuff like that. But at the same time, yeah. I don't empathize with cops that get shot 
or breaking into an innocent person's house in a no-knock warrant. I have no sympathy for that. Oh, so I right. Think, I think there is a distinction to be made that I don't always have sympathy, but sometimes I do. Sometimes it's like, okay, well, you tell I was out. Let me pull you over. And then, like, next thing you know, a 44 Magnum comes at you. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, neither of these parties are in the right. Let's just get that out of the way right, <laughs> right now, you know? right. So I, I see where you're coming from with that. I mean, I do. It's, <laughs> I don't I don't love I don't love any of the laws that they are up trying to uphold and, and whatever. But they're doing that thing and, and they're just. You, you get a gun pointed in your face. I mean, that would be I think it's a little pity because you want to talk about indoctrinated. <laughs> like once you're in the force, like you are super <laughs> heavily indoctrinated. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Your, that's your team now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially. Yeah, you got to watch out for your boys and and you know I think the odds of reversing that kind of brainwashing are slim to none to be completely mm-hmm. honest and transparent with you. So, you know, it's just it's it's But hard, it does It does seem to happen a lot in the military where where people have that awakening. Like there's a lot of libertarian vets, you know what I mean? Unless unless well, I guess to say a lot cuz there's a lot of vets so there yeah. are quite a few, but I don't know if it, maybe if, if that percentage is the same of saying there's a lot of vets that said, what the hell was I doing here? You know, there, there is a little bit of a difference, I will say, too, is that, you know, you really feel a detachment whenever you're overseas bombing brown people who could possibly maybe potentially be. A t- I mean, he's an adult male. He's probably a terrorist. Right. So, you know, you, you get into those kind of situations. It's a signature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, signature he's got the beard. It's definitely him. Um, you know, and it's, you, you, but wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have the beard. Exactly. Right. It's, uh, man, you know, it's that old, it's, it's, re, it's really hard to justify that. And then you're like, okay, what are we actually fighting for? And it's like, well, freedom. And you're like, okay, no, 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 no. But really it's like, well, the Kurds yeah. need oil so that they don't get run over by the Syrians who are with the Russians. And we're really here so that the Russians don't push too far into the Middle East and get influence. And the, and you're like, wait, where's the freedom here? And it's like, well, if Russia gets geopolitical power in the Middle East, then you have to worry about China moving in to get yeah, no stop. You know, it's like how, how many steps are like, what kind of 9D chess do you yes. think is actually happening? It's like, I don't want any part of this, you know. Yeah. One one of the steps is just question marks and then freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> equals freedom, right? So Yeah. It's it's like, you know Oh, it's just that one step that's classified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one step that's classified. You gotta have like a PhD in calculus just to be able to do the set the equation up to begin with. Uh, you know, Stephen Hawkins yes. is working on it for his entire life. And then following <laughs> so, it. Yeah. I don't know, it feels kind of fun. <laughs> kind of this logic feels kind of forced it's like you're setting up the problem to get to your answer yeah yeah know. it's and, and you know i think it's a lot easier for a cop to tell themselves like well this is the law and you know we're a country mm-hmm. of laws that's really the only justification that I'm, they need i'm in my community helping my community yeah yeah i'm keeping I, people I safe that be a lot easier. Yeah. right here in my own hometown it's it's harder to say that when you're you know in Afghanistan, three thousand miles away. Yeah, you know? yeah. Keep I'm keeping people safe in Michigan here in Kabul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am in Libya because I guess Gaddafi did something. <laughs> so someone, you know, 
<laughs> he's probably a bad blanket. guy. You know, it's just. A, it's a, <laughs> guess he'll die. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, we no. got to my um, cousin's house today, and there were two police officers there when we. In their yard. Uh, yeah. yeah, when we got there. Um, That's funny because like I, I must always have it on because I pulled up and I, I see like four houses up. And they're kind of unmarked, you know, they're the, the SUVs, mm-hmm. but they didn't have the lights and the writing on them. Right. But they had these big freaking antennas. And I'm like, what are those cops doing there? Mm-hmm. There's two of them. You know, and it, this is like three houses up. And then yeah. Sarah comes out and she's like, somebody called the cops because we're having a fire. Well, I didn't realize and that that's they what were I still caught. There. Yeah, I could walk into the backyard and there's two cops and standing by the fire. There. Like, oh, so. <laughs> we just kind of hovered by the house waiting yeah. for them to finish their business because yeah. I do not want to be in any kind of interaction with it because it could begin civil, but you never, ever mm-hmm. know. There was that part of me that wanted to go over and just be like, hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Like, <laughs> You realize you're violating the rights right now. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, okay, Mary, like, just take the beer, go inside, do your thing. I pet the cats out, out in the yard, said hi to the kids, and the cops were, you know, leaving. And I'm inside there, like, through the window, like, taking pictures. <laughs> like, um, But then, okay, so they're walking out, you know, and I'm standing there just holding a beer, and Dave's standing there, and I was like, hey, you know, just trying to say hi or whatever. And the one guy was just like, mm. the other one's like, hi, you know, I'm like, okay, bye, whatever. They left. Uh, and so I, I started, I, you know, I don't even know that they might not have even been out of earshot, and I gave my cousin a hug, and I'm like, cops suck so bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you, like, that you had to deal with this. And but apparently two houses over the person didn't like the smoke doesn't like the smell of the campfire so when they live in this like little kind of countryish area you know i mean the houses are not that far apart but yeah, it's, it's definitely it's, it's it's more suburban than suburban yeah she yeah. used to live right down the street from us where the houses are i mean and you have a tiny Burnt yard out, yeah. yeah um but the neighbor two houses over doesn't like the smell of the campfire so they 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 just they call the police they call the police for everything that's their answer to everything is just call the police oh yeah um so, uh, that, and she's like Which you know I was we just loser. moved out here last year <laughs> that's what it's like what? it's like in my mind it's like it's probably going to be fine if you call the cops but there's always that chance that something is going to be mis mistooken or elevated and, or gets out the and, door. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and next thing you know it's a standoff somebody's getting shot mm-hmm. off somebody's pets pets getting killed Luckily, and I, I don't mean to say luckily, but yeah, Mama's was their their oldest dog, and she she was the last one to pass away yeah, a couple had, months ago. Pits. So they had two pit bulls. Um, so thankfully, <laughs> Mama's had already passed. The ain't that bad, you know. They've they've shot a couple dogs, which oh, is weird have. to say. Yeah, they have. I remember it being on the front dogs. page of the paper, and yeah. I'm just like, why did they shoot that dog? It was just dogs? why would you shoot the dog? <laughs> what the hell but yeah so but they i guess like i said okay so what was your experience like how did this go like what happened you know and and they're just like pissed about the neighbor being such a bitch about it um but i guess the one cop was kind of a dick you know he's like where's the food you know why and they're like we're, well we're gonna have like we just started the fire <laughs> like, we're, trying, we're, we're gonna cook some hot dogs yeah and stuff out here. We're, we're trying to get the coals like questioning know? everything yeah. that he said it's we're, like why would you think I'm lying about cooking hot dogs on yeah, this fire? Yeah. And then, uh, and then, the, but the other one was just kind of like nice. He must have been new. Just observing or yeah, something. Yeah, he just kind of hung out and job just stood there. Yeah, but job shadowing. Yeah. <laughs> but so it, Brett's friend said, I told you, you always have to have a hot dog on a stick just laying around. <laughs> <laughs> so, this hot dog. Like, where's your That's hot dogs? What? Right here's the hot dogs. <laughs> Covered with moldy mold. hot dog I've had on the same stick for two months. <laughs> moss growing on it. <laughs> My father it was, just, was, like, it oh, was sorry. uncomfortable. Oh, oh no it yeah. was it was just like you know like why are you here come on 
but they didn't give him any shit about it. They said, you know, okay, well, where's your food, whatever, okay, but you guess you are allowed to have this fire. But the lady called the cops on him last summer for having the fire when they first moved there. So they're like, what, you know, Brett was like, why don't you just look in the file and see? Why don't you just call me? Allowed- <laughs> I know you have right, a number. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, just call him. And, and so what was the whole point? My like, FBI said to house. forward it to you. To be- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like go tell that go tell that neighbor now that when they're gonna have a fire and it's that they're allowed to, to do that. They're Stop allowed to calling do that. Us. Close no. your windows if you don't like it. They dispatch two smoke vehicles. Smoke more cigarettes if you don't like the smell <laughs> of the the campfire. Smoke more cigarettes so you smell your own smoke, and then <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> it's just so annoying. I'm gonna call the cops because my neighbor's having a campfire. You know, like really, we Did need you- to involve the police. When people call cops on the kids with the lemonade stands, like, oh, yeah, that is wow, wow you're a waste of box. Yeah, (laughs) oh, hero, bravo, you get a medal, jerk. See, these are the kind of people I think of when someone says, like, we're never going to get to Aunt Capistan, and I'm like, no, we will. And then I'm thinking of of Jeff, who just called the cops on the kid with the lemonade stand, or I'm like, oh. maybe we won't. <laughs> you know? Maybe, maybe we, we can't be left alone. Yeah. We just won't let Jeff live in our community. Yeah. Exactly. You just can't Jeff you, out you, at you, that point. Yeah, you get yeah. the fuck out, Jeff. You go mm-hmm. live in that status village down mm-hmm. the street where everybody's Call got the cameras cops on in their everybody. house. Yeah, like, go ahead and live with them. <laughs> nice and safe over there. See how much you like it. Yeah. They start right. calling the cops on him for uh, his garage making too much noise when yeah. it opens, you know? Yes. <laughs> but the taxes suck over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? right. <laughs> Got to pay for all that security, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> security ain't free. <laughs> I got pulled over in my parents' driveway. And, uh, <laughs> what? I, yeah, so this is a funny story. As you, as you were pulling in, right? Yeah, it, as I was pulling in, the cop... They are probably following you for a while and... Put, oh puts the flashers on, pulls me over. I was back on leave. They wanted to look at my car because they thought it was like out of regs because it was lowered. And so they measured my car, which was fun because it has to be a certain oh. distance off the ground. And it was yeah, way above. exceeded your freedom yeah. by two wow. inches. <laughs> and I was way good. But so my dad comes out because he hears my car pulling up and, you know, he gets out of his own home and steps onto his own front porch. And the police officer's like, sir, I'm going to need you to step back inside. And he's like, this is my house. And he's like, so I'm going to need you to get back in, inside of your home. He's like, he's like, you're on my property no. without a warrant. And he's like, sir, I'm going mm-hmm. to need you to comply and get back into your house. And so my dad was like, that's bullshit. He was just like pissed off and goes back inside. The and slams. On him. Yeah. <laughs> I remember he slams the door and they have a glass front door so was, or with a little screen. So he opens up the screen and he stands right there in the glass and just stares at the cop. Yes. <laughs> And then he didn't even, I'm complying. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't give me a ticket or anything. But my dad came out and he was so mad. And he's had just oh, nothing yeah. but bad interactions lately. And I posted something the other day, and he was he's like, "I think you've convinced me." And I was like, "I told him I was like, I think they convinced you for say. themselves." <laughs> yes. Do you want more libertarians? Because this is how you get more libertarians. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. How old were you when that happened? I was. Well, this was only, I was 20, maybe teenager. just barely 21. <laughs> okay. All right. Because so. I was going to say, like, I mean, especially if you were uh, under 18, you know, I would I would have just charged out there and been like, this is my kid, you know, 16 or 17 year old. Like, you are not going to talk to my child without me being present. 
but on my property. But at the same time, though, at the same time, it shouldn't matter because it's his, it's your, it's your dad's property. And he he should have been allowed woman. to exit. And he, right. Mm-hmm. Like, I walk out there with my hands up, but that's what makes you feel safer. But shit, that's garbage. Yeah. There's... Telling me to stay in my house. No, thank you. There was a, uh, when I was, first Ooh, time I'm I was mad. ever pulled over, <laughs> I was uh, 16, believe it or not, and I was speeding. But there's some details to this. So I was late for school. I was going to be. I ended up not being, even after being pulled over. But I was afraid I was going to be late for school because I was a good kid. I didn't like being late for things. You know, I like following the rules. I was a good conservative child and, uh, you know, 16 years old. And I was driving my little green bean to school. And I was going 33 and a 30. And I got pulled over. And he's like, do you know how fast you're going? That he, you know, he oh. he told me he was like, if I if I ever see you speeding again, I'm gonna make sure you end up in the back of the car in cuffs. And I called my mom, and I was like in tears, and I was like, I was going three miles an hour over the limit. And he told me yeah. he's gonna throw me in jail if I do it again. And she was like, he did what? And she called up the uh-huh. police department. <laughs> Went full mom. Good mode. for her. Full mom. Nice. Mode. I would have done the same thing. Filed a complaint. <laughs> everything. And I was yep. I was legitimately terrified. Like I've always of been course. scared of cops. I don't want to go to jail. As you should be. I don't that's want- how we're supposed. <laughs> yeah, they can they can ruin your you life. They can ruin your life yeah. over nothing or end it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then we'll sort it out later. I I just yeah, it, and you know it's just a kid like I didn't know what to think of like I've never done anything wrong in my life. I stole a pack of baseball cards when I was three. That's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. And then I get told I'm gonna get thrown in jail for going three miles over the speed limit. I'm like for one, yeah. I don't I don't think you could do that, but that doesn't matter because I think you'd do it anyways. So you know yeah. <laughs> you can we'll sort it out later. I know. I'm expecting you to say you're going like fifty and a twenty-five, no. but thirty-three and a thirty? <laughs> like, you, do you know how fast you're going? I do, and that's what makes this so much worse. <laughs> I do I do what have the hell are you doing? <laughs> I do have one really bad speeding ticket. But that actually went better than it probably <clears throat> would have because it was a brand new cop and she was like first ticket from, from her. She was like, oh, boy, I was like, look, I was trying to go to a date and I was late. And it was just this empty Mm. country road. And so I was just like, you know what? What? And I was probably going about 20 or 30 over the speed limit. And uh, in my eyes, it was no harm, no foul. I wasn't endangering anybody. There's no property. There's not even a fence. If I flip, I die. Whatever. Maybe a deer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, And this cop was just sitting in this little wooded area. And I saw them right as I blew past. I saw him out of the, my peripheral vision, and immediately the lights came on. I was like, "Oh God, oh, this is yeah." Happening. Like, what the hell is he doing in the county, anyways? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. Like, my parents are in the county, and that's just how you drive. I live. <laughs> they're like, we live forty-five minutes away from anything, so I'm gonna go fifty on every road until I get to town, and then I'll start adhering to the laws. But I'm gonna get to that point, and that's just how it goes. Like, mm-hmm. But there's usually it, it's not a problem because there's no cops out there. Like, what are you gonna do again? Hit a deer? The kids know yeah. you stay off the damn roads right. <laughs> or you be highly visible from a long distance away. Yeah. That's just how we lived our life out there. <laughs> I, I've but only yeah. had one speeding ticket since then. I had to pay that ticket. I didn't you know, get thrown in jail or anything. They dropped it like five miles an hour or something for me because I don't know, something to do with oh. like they have to because of like the angle I was driving at and there's a chance it like mm. overclocked me or something. So they dropped it by like, five Oh months. wow. I was probably going probably at least 20 over, but it was like 15 on the ticket. When Dave and I were um, younger, we were, put that heater on. Um, when we were, uh, I think I was 19 and he was 20. We were parked. Um, 
in this well okay so it used oh. to be it used to be his uh My grade, grade school, school yeah. yeah but they actually they turned it, into they closed on the school and made it into the municipal building so was like, it still the was it the municipal building when mm -hmm. we went there okay yes. so we parked back in the parking lot there we were just going to drink there's retarded yeah parked in the municipal building parking lot all the all the you know county offices <laughs> are in there so we're going to park there and drink That's yeah good. So. <laughs> i like it um, thankfully Dave wasn't drinking though. Yeah. I was the big, like, no, I, I was, was high. He was super high and you know, we're just going to hang out here and maybe play on the playground. And, uh, and then all of a sudden we see these lights coming towards us and, and I was like, oh my gosh. And it was the cops, it was the state troopers. Um, and they, you know, wanted to see Dave's license and I registration. Find it. Dave had happened to be kind of living out of his car at Pretty that much, point yeah. because he was working two jobs and going to school at the time. And so and, yeah, he just fight with easier. my parents. So I had all my clothes in my trunk and mm -hmm. in my car. It was just like it was I lived in my car, you yeah. know. And spend a lot of time with her at my buddy's house and yeah yeah and so, so and i couldn't find my wallet i didn't know where it was yeah he's like it's somewhere i don't know where it is and and, and so the cop is like all right you got to get out well dave had hidden his uh i had a, I had a bowl in my socks <laughs> and i had a bag in my underwear yeah and, <laughs> and i got frisked and he got frisked yeah thank god you put that bowl in your shoe man mm -hmm. i'm telling you what um so <laughs> yeah. this is like back in like 99. oh yeah i just had my windshield replaced so i didn't have a sticker on my windshield either yeah, they didn't put yeah. a new inspection sticker on that. <laughs> yep, you, you so that like, was another one. <laughs> that was a close one right there. Yeah, so, so he, he searches my car. I don't remember. I must have given him consent. I didn't know anything back then, you know. Mm -hmm. So he found Mary's bottle of Captain Morgan. Mm -hmm. It's like, eh. And I'm like, I wasn't drinking that. I haven't drank anything. And, and I tried to hide it. It fucking reeked of alcohol. Yeah, she was, she was yeah, hammered. I was hammered, yeah. She, she almost cried when he poured it out. And he found my wallet, which mm -hmm. was nice. <laughs> so he got all the information he needed yep and then he wanted to search my purse and i was like whatever so it was just like a little satchel kind of like a tiny little oh that was the other thing couch. where she yeah. like are you here voluntarily oh he did ask that yeah i was like yep i'm here to drink and hang out and wrecked it i was you know what? <laughs> i was i was sassy i know i was i was kind of bitchy you know like it was nightmare yeah, yeah it was nightmare teenage nightmare teenage oh, nightmare sounds like <laughs> one hell of a interesting conversation yeah so he pours out the alcohol and i'm just like and he's like looking at me and i'm looking at him like jerk <laughs> <laughs> so and then he's like he gives me back my purse and he goes put that mace at the bottom and i was like oh thanks you know like <laughs> fucking mace you you idiot <laughs> like, yeah that's what i'm gonna do now i'm gonna we're maybe, thinking we could take them yeah i think i could just mace both these this is where our whole away. story changes yeah. They have our licenses, uh, but yeah, I'm totally going to mace you and run away for the rest of my life. <laughs> but just the, the way they were kind of jerky about it. So, okay. So I worked at Eaton Park, both of us did, and yeah. other waitresses there, like we, we knew the state cops or whatever, because they would come in all the time to get drinks or not drinks. I'm saying drinks. <laughs> I'm like, I need a drink. Um, they would get food. They get a discount. Yeah, there. they get a discount. It was right off the interstate. So, um, but like all the other like little blonde waitresses and stuff. They they were all like, I mean, there were, there were some of the cops that were nice <laughs> to me, but this one in particular, he was talking to a friend of mine at Eaton Park and was like, I think I just pulled over one of your little waitress friends and then nah, nah, nah. I like saying all the shit about me to her. And I was like, that's not very nice. And like, if it had been you, you wouldn't have gotten in any trouble. 
You wouldn't be losing your license. Yeah, we for both three lost months. our license. <laughs> you wouldn't be going to court. Because I was, shit. I was in possession of the alcohol, so I got, I lost mm-hmm. my license too because yeah. it was in my car. But anyway, so what? I mean, I don't know. The guy was, a, he was a turd. So, <laughs> but, um, but we did. We had to go to. We had our own separate, like little oh, classes, court, court dates, and classes and things. And then I had to send my license in to them um, for three months. So I had to tell my parents, like, hey, I fucked up. I need you to drive me to work for three months now. Um, and so I sent my license in, but I had lost my original. So I had to get a duplicate license. So I've, I had a duplicate for like six months or something. Um, I sent the duplicate in because that's all I had. And three months later, I thought I was going to get my license back. They send me a, a note that says, you sent us the duplicate license we have reason to believe that you've still been using your original license to drive. Um, so now you have to send that one in and you have to serve another three months. So I was, I was pissed. I was really pissed off. And I, I had to call and like explain, I'm like, how, why did you wait three months to tell me this? Why didn't you tell me when you got it? You know, but it's cause all, you know, it's just paperwork bureaucracy. to them. Yeah. The bureaucracy of it all. And it's not people. But, yeah. Yeah, it, oh, but so that that was just like frustrating and and very, I don't know, whatever. But it, it was like it, it it irritated me how I saw that copy like all cool and like let other people, other waitresses go on shit, you know. But because it was me and I wasn't buddy buddy with them, <laughs> it it was I got I got the ticket, you know. Yeah. So it's funny how easily they uh, we're here for you, but we're gonna make you dislike us as much as we possibly can. Yeah. God. And I get so nervous around them. I hate how nervous I get, you know, even when they're just driving behind me. Like we were talking to what's his name? Brian Ellison, the guy mm-hmm. from, you know, he was talking about his experience with the the police and how he would notice that if they were behind him, he would pull over and then he would start to follow them. <laughs> and then he made a thing of it. <laughs> and that, yeah. And they didn't, they didn't like that. They, you don't, know? Like- <laughs> <laughs> they don't like to be followed. <laughs> Why are you following me? But it is sort of, our job, isn't it sort of our job to make sure that, you know, are, are mm-hmm. the people that we have in place to protect us, you know, that they're, they're on the straight and narrow, that they're doing the best for us. Yeah. There's, I'm not that, yeah, I'm so not that ballsy many, now. <laughs> so many, I mean, I just don't know if you really can be honestly, I mean, perhaps that's too bottle a statement, but like, I'm going to be honest. I care a little bit more about me getting locked up in a cage than I do about rolling and making sure like you know i i appreciate what all these people do mm-hmm. and they do like their yeah. open carry oh. exercises and you know express their rights and but it never ends well and no it's scary as shit i'm just in a position where i can't i can't have that on me you know oh. yeah my life cannot handle that kind of interruption yeah i now yeah i don't know what i would do i don't want to lose what little like, second amendment rights i have because oh yeah yeah Yeah, they took it they took his guns Mm -hmm. away yeah Yeah, (laughs) his favorite part was right he's got to tell us if he got his gun back but but where he was like he was being arrested for i think he was he was basically uh protesting outside of the allowable protesting area the little the imaginary square that they (laughs) got he was getting arrested for that and i think one of the people at either processing him Mm -hmm. said well you're just lucky that you live in a country where you can protest and he's like I'm being arrested right now <laughs> <laughs> for protesting. Yeah. Why do you think I'm here right now? Like, 
Jesus. People like to use that. Lucky, lucky enough. <laughs> but that's it. But again, yeah, it's it's all percept or, or relative. You know, mm-hmm. we are relatively lucky to live with the freedoms mm-hmm. we do have. I, just, but it's I don't want to see it. I don't want to see us forking over our freedoms. You know, like we have been. I don't want to see that happen when our kids. You know, what's going to happen to them? I want. I want it to be better, but I don't know how. I don't know what to do. I haven't heard a convincing enough do. excuse to uh, to really sway me in one way or another. Honestly, on cops, I'm pretty pretty. It just seems to get my opinion gets lower and lower every time something yeah. new comes yeah. out, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I've hit rock bottom now. Like. This is as far as, as they can take me. And then they're like, yeah. hold my beer or hold my Glock. Yeah, I they're guess. like, hold on, watch, watch us shoot this black guy sitting on the ground with his hands in the Oh, right. <laughs> with the special needs kid, with, but he had a fire truck or oh something. Oh, my God. And he was, trying, he was trying to shoot the special needs kid, but he missed and shot the black guy on the ground with his hands in the air. Oh, Wait, why was he trying God. to shoot the special needs kid to begin with? Because he wouldn't put down the fire truck. The toy? It wasn't a kid. It was like it was a... a a, a young adult or something like that, but he was, he had Who mental cares? problems. He has a, a fire truck. I don't, I don't, he felt and threatened. The man that he was didn't explaining was. that to him too. He's like, yeah, he, he, he doesn't understand what's happening. Like just please like yeah. put the gun down and let's, let's just go through this. Right. He's not going to hurt yeah. anybody. And then he fucking shoots him. God. <laughs> That's like, terrible. And, and if that was in front of my house, like, man, you know, I say this all the time and I really hope that this isn't none of this is true and that I'm not this stupid. But like, I could see myself doing something really dumb if I saw something like that happen in person. Like, you mm-hmm. know, people are like, like evidently this guy has gone insane and he needs stopped. Yes. He just violated yeah, that yeah. man's nap. But he's but he's For wearing real? a costume. So oh, it's like, oh, we got to we got to reevaluate the whole situation. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, what it that's, is. Yeah. That yeah. costume we have to show respect. Why did you shoot me? In quotes. Why did you shoot me? Oh my god! <laughs> That's exactly what dude said. Did he say that? Yeah. What? Okay. See, Dave knows he can't show me this shit. Like he'll show me stuff sometimes, and I'm like, can't, can't even, because I get the officer, I get fired up. I don't know. That was. The... <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! That was, I think that was yeah. Yeah. He goes. Uh, I don't know. Oh I, I don't know. <laughs> I have his gun. And you see, too, okay, so Siren says... I almost feel bad for the officer. Or the man was autistic. That, see, you need to understand that not everyone you come in contact with yeah. is going to be on the same or, or mental a- wavelength as you are. You know, they they might have a... a, a or like when they, when they go in, in, hypoglycemic or whatever, you know, like, oh, yeah. like I've, I've been yep. with a girl who had you know, sugar problems. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, this girl is drunk. Like, she's stumbling around and everything. But hadn't had a drink. Sh- yeah. yeah. Her sugar is off. I got her a Sunday and we were cool again. But, <laughs> and then they're, they're like, oh, this person isn't complying. This, yeah. this person's having a medical emergency. Why right. aren't you complying? But all, all, all they say is you're not complying, but maybe they don't have the ability to understand, obviously, the situation or like with that girl. But to, to just like our gun is our, our go to, like that's not okay. Boy, oh boy. The biggest snowflakes that on just, planet Earth. Let me tell you what. That just gets me riled up, man. Yeah. Because that's and then we're supposed to, you know, oh, oh, thank you for for what you do for us. And oh boy. We always get into this territory where we're like, oh shit, this is gonna go public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only because I have an extended relative who's a police officer. But no, that's this is one of the the parts of me that it needs to mm-hmm. come out. You know, I need to be able to say. I mean, nothing and can it's say is illegal. You're not inciting violence it, against police or anything. So. Exactly. I'm just the police state itself. I don't. 
You're, I don't believe in it. You're you don't against like it. all like of it. the violence. That's the problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't go out and punch cops. Don't start things you don't right, have yeah. to start. And please, for the love of God, yeah. stop shooting my pets and people. For the love of God. Right. <laughs> please. I, yeah, I just, I would love some peace. God. I don't want anyone attacking anybody. You know, I if, don't. If a cop shot my dog, I'd probably die. Like, I'm dumb enough yeah. that in that moment, I'd lose my shit. I'd be like, this is, this is it. Yeah. This is where I use my freedoms. It's like, you lose. You're not allowed to have that gun anymore. <laughs> that, that probably wouldn't end well. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking their gun. <laughs> you obviously don't know how to use this. You cannot be trusted. It's like, oh, excuse me, officer. Let me go grab my paperwork. Yeah. I think yeah. I filed it in the A's and then just open up the rack. <laughs> A B A R fifteen. There it is. A-R-15. Okay, cool. You know, no, so. <laughs> that's it too. I mean, don't, why? Don't ever do that. For the love of God, don't ever do that. Obviously, that's a really bad joke, and I hope no one would ever make the mistake of doing that because it would be the end of no. your life. But the end of yeah, absolutely. Yep. At the same time, no knock warrant. Someone kicks my door in. You know, I've been oh, very well sure. trained. You shoot yep. first and you ask questions later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know your intentions. Mm-hmm. I don't and that's care. what they, yeah. That's what they the do. Outfit. Shoot first. Yeah. I don't know who you are, what your intentions are once you get me under yeah. the control. And, and, yeah. I mean, if someone kicks in your door, I'm not going to be like, can I see some ID, please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you didn't, like, knock and ring the bell or anything. <laughs> you, you know, favor like... lower gun and, and let's talk this out. Yeah. Before things get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is that all you have to do if you want to be like a really successful robber is just like wear cop outfits, kick the door in and be like, police, get on yeah. the ground. Yeah. That's, there you and, go. Then, and then zip tie everybody and then do, go about stuff. your business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's going to be the new thing. And now my mom is going to tag me in all of those <laughs> things. Somebody's going to make up the story People where that are, really happened. Yeah. You guys need to be careful about what they're doing yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's doing that mm-hmm. until you made a facebook post about somebody supposedly doing that it, it, they'll put a note on your windshield and they'll put a brick behind your tire <laughs> right <laughs> who are they who's doing that? it's because she loves me that's why she she tags me in all of those posts <laughs> but it scares me <laughs> like i don't even read it i'm like whatever it's yeah. i can't because i can't scare myself yeah. Anymore, my mom tagged me in a thing that said about sepsis and how it's occurring more and more in people. And I'm like, what's that? No, sepsis? I don't know. I was like, I'm no not reading that. that <laughs> like when your whole body just kind of oh, shuts like down. Like a bacterial infection yeah, bacterial that gets infection. into your blood system and mm-hmm. starts going to your mm-hmm. internal organs. Oh, okay. like, yeah, we, I know that's a thing. You should probably avoid that. I yeah. don't think it needs to be. But I, I can't. I don't want to read it. Yeah. Read it. That's life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was out there. I don't need to I don't need to read about it. I have to stop myself sometimes cuz I get into like this crazy train of like I I was at work, I was taking a smoke break. Taking my union is what I call it. And uh, yeah. and the uh you know, I was tagged in one of the free thought project videos cuz someone wanted my thoughts on it. Uh, I watched the whole thing and it started <laughs> and I took a little bit longer of a break than I should have because I had to cool off afterwards, but it was that guy in the parking lot <laughs> who was asleep and like, <sighs> that's such a horrible situation for a cop to be in because the dude had a gun in his lap. Like, do not fall asleep in your car with your fucking gun in your lap. Oh, oh, God. oh yeah. But 
dude, they they lit him up the second he woke up. He crouches oh forward because all he sees is all these lights uh, and guns on him. He goes forward. Yeah. He's got a gun on his lap and like but four they cops he's... just crossfire right into him. He got shot like 20 times or something like that. I'm like, guys, I think like three is pretty much fucking overkill. Let's be honest here. Yeah. And right. Jesus, man, they turned him into Swiss cheese. <laughs> and I was at work and I was like, yeah. oh, my God, like. The video that I watched was pretty non-biased, honestly. And they were like, look, I'm not making a statement about this. He's like, I'm going to show the footage from every angle that we have it. And we're going to show slow-mos. And we're going to try to give the best perspective that we can on what happened. Again, I can almost empathize with the cops because the dude had a gun in his lap. He probably he wasn't responding to anybody. Like, that's a sketchy situation to be in. I'd be sketched out if I saw somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But my first reaction is not, God, you just make them Swiss cheese, man. You know? Right. Uh, and, just, did they did they feel that I mean that I mean people call did people call the police and say there's a man sleeping with a gun on his yeah, lap? He was, so at, we, he was at Taco Bell. We need you to circle him. Okay. And they were like, This guy's passed out. It looks like he has a gun. So Okay. They they all just like stay inside and they like lock the doors and everything and all that jazz. Yeah. So. I'm wow. sure everybody was scared. I get it. Like that's one of the worst case situations, but it just I was mm-hmm. just so just uh like obviously no duh he should not have passed out in a taco bell parking lot in the middle with of the driveway <laughs> with a gun in his lap that's just like asking to die yes like maybe it was it. oh never know his intentions oh. though maybe oh yeah. shit maybe he was yeah <gasps> there was there was one of those in Erie recently Death by yeah, suicide by cop what was what are you talking about Where? there was one yeah something it was it was a chase or something and I don't even know if they, they gave him what he wanted, but I think he came out and he, he, he brought the gun up on him. I can't remember how that one went. Was it recent? Cause I, it was semi-recent. It was within the past few months. Dave knows not to. I can't even handle. I, can't, I cannot process that stuff. And so, like, for a while, I'm going to say this. We were, we were doing really good about going to church. This was a couple years ago. <laughs> but <clears throat> the pastor was talking about praying for for our community you know and i was like yeah i mean because i believe in that but he had suggested you know uh like watching the news and and reading the paper you know and praying for those people that you know you you see in there um but i i, I cannot i cannot do that i can't i mean i want to pray for those people but i can't watch the news i can't read the paper it's depressing I can't, my brain just cannot take it in and then find happiness afterwards. I don't know how people do it. I can't. It's, it's easy and Dave to get yourself people at his work. Yeah. People at work, they're like, uh, he's like, oh, they just all like they get first thing in the morning. They get into work and a cup of coffee and just ooh, the paper. read the whole, yeah, the whole entire paper, you know, and I don't know how to like move on after I read all of that. I just, I feel like I feel too much, you know? I can't even read sad stories on Facebook. Nope. <laughs> you can't have to do that. <laughs> to, to a certain extent, like I think the I can separate myself from a lot of things and I try whenever I can to talk about police, but I think it's one that just really gets me. It's just because it's like, oh, this is just yeah. legalized murder. And it's like, how do I separate right. myself? How do I get my feelings out of this and just talk, you know, try to be rational about it? Like, how can you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I can do that with a lot of things. I can, you know, I 
something I try really hard anyways to do, but I just can't. I, and I, and that's why a lot of times, like for a while, like I just had to mute the free thought project 3.0 on my face. Really? Cause there was just day after day after day of like, Oh look, this guy just murdered this person for, Oh look, this guy just murdered. And I'm like, I'm glad that you guys are getting this out there. Wow. Like, I, I just can't, I can't, I can't do it. this every day, go through this emotional roller coaster of like, this happens and everyone's okay with it, mostly. Yeah. 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 And everyone is, oh, well, a lot of people are. And even, that's not why I think. Oh, no. Sorry. I was just going to say, even, no, 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 go even ahead. the people who scream about this the most from the political mainstream, the left, what are they doing about it? Like, mm-hmm. oh, we need to put yeah. more cameras on them. Okay. Well, we did that. It's not fixing anything. We have <laughs> right. more information than ever to get these people the punishment that they deserve. And they're just being like put on leave and, you know, come back to work a couple months later, paid administrative leave. Oh, like, no. I'll take that. The camera wasn't working. Give me some paid administrative yeah, leave. Just... Right. Well, that's what uh, my cousin said today too. She's like, I think we were being recorded. And I'm like, and my, and Dave, I'm like my husband, Dave said, <clears throat> um, probably because uh, f- for for your own safety because <laughs> if they were to shoot you for no reason <laughs> then they have that on there you know but it's the whole thing is weird it's just it's really it's getting out of hand it's been out of hand what to do about it's been it. out of hand it since like been. the 90s yeah. let's just be honest here um yeah you know back <laughs> then there a whole riot over that back then you could actually just shoot a black person and just be like oh he was black that's why i shot him and then everyone would be like oh okay yeah that's cool (laughs) it was it was thursday night after eight oh i thought that was just a misdemeanor (laughs) (laughs) no no that's that's capital offense oh shit (laughs) (laughs) no it is it's terrible and and that's one of the things that i i get where in my mind, I'm like, so where, how, where does the change come in? How, how are we going to start? Where do we, where, where do we start? Maybe we have. That's what you do. Yeah. Cause you can't yep. fix the rules immediately. You get rid of their money. So they have to shrink in size and they can't do it as much. Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. like you make them give up all their toys. Like they're bomb proof, you know, mm. death Humvees that they have and their arsenal of military grade weapons and stuff like that. And then, you know, you just make it to where you're not as good at killing as many people as possible. And then the rules change around that. That's the easiest. It's it's always that that hammer, Mm -hmm. hammer nail thing. Just start taking away their hammers. Yeah. (laughs) Stop looking for nails. It's, it's not as much fun to punch a nail. I promise. (laughs) What's what's the word I'm looking for where they just take your money. uh, Oh, or the asset forfeiture. Yeah. That that stuff gone. That Mm should have been gone centuries ago but whatever you know <laughs> yeah and it's like you need to take take a car from somebody then it, it goes to goodwill you don't get to keep that you don't oh <laughs> yeah yep that pile of weed get just give it to goodwill <laughs> yeah i mean they're, <laughs> they'll make, some, they'll make some money off it and then you can go ahead and collect it they're again really helping the community <laughs> you want to serve and protect yeah start donating your vehicles right for people yeah, who need them yeah. like these broke college kids who need a car <laughs> go from school to work and stuff like that yeah i mean mm-hmm. why not suddenly he's in a bentley going to community <laughs> college <laughs> hey <laughs> they got from the local kingpin <laughs> that's gonna be it for episode one with dave and mary absolutely fantastic stuff so far i hope you guys really enjoyed it we had a lot of great conversations as always if you enjoyed the show make sure you like 
comment, subscribe, depending on what platform you're on. Leave a review if you're on iTunes or any of the other podcast distributors that allow you to. If you guys like the show and would like to continue to get updates from me, you can go ahead and like the Facebook page and join the community group. Uh, we do all sorts of stuff there. I'd like to also announce that we have opened up a Patreon. I'm not going to push that on you guys too hard. If you like the show and would like to support, that would be the easiesty way to do so for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, and anything counts, and I appreciate all of your support. Part two of this episode will be coming out in the next couple of days. It'll pretty much pick up right where we left off and has plenty of good stuff to do. So other than that, I don't have anything else for you guys. Uh, again, I hope you enjoyed the show and we'll come back for the next episode. Take it easy.